Okay, y'all. I think I found my doppelganger. Melanie is married to another comic. His name is Brian Posehn. He's so funny. He's such a lovely guy. But I'd never met Melanie before. And I met her today, right before we started this podcast. And I cannot believe that we are we are actually the same person. It's kind of bizarre. She manages other comics. She's not Brian's manager, but she manages other comics. And we talk about being married to a comic. We talk about how she became a manager, about her trajectory from high school to where she is now. We talked about parenting just a little bit with a comic and uh, kind of our philosophy on marriage. And it was just a great conversation. I swear to God, she was like, I felt like I was putting words in her head that were coming out of her mouth. It was bizarre. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this conversation. I enjoyed it very much with Melanie Truitt Posehn, Brian Posehn's wife. I rode my bicycle past your window last night. I roller skated to your door at daylight. It almost seems like you're avoiding me. I'm okay. comfortable first. All right. How are you going to sit? I you put I, your feet in the seat. You can I do whatever. Sit like this. It's, yeah. If you look way better like that, I'm just right? super lazy. Well, I don't want to look like a little fat toad. Well, <laughs> you, you would never look like a fat toad, but... I you know what I'm talking about. always go... My belly kind of concaves in and everything just back to the top and whatever. You know what? I'm 52. Yeah. I look real I'm right good behind for 52, you. right? I think you look amazing. You look 52. amazing, too. Thank for you. Right I'll be behind 51 me. in March. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. This What are you supposed to look like at this age? I know. I know, but I always tell people, I'm like, I still haven't lost my baby weight. He's 13. <laughs> <laughs> it's so comfy, though. It's it so is comfy. comfy. Keeps you warm. I hear you. I lost mine either. Everything changes after that anyway. I'm assuming you've podcasted before. You know what? I haven't. I've only done one of my clients asked me to do his, Ron Funches. Yeah. So I know. That's it? my second one. Yeah. Wow. I know. Who are you? I, I love you already, <laughs> like at first sight. I just met you now, Aww. but you're married to a, a comic. Yeah, Brian Posehn. Yes, yeah. he's so funny. He's and very funny. I don't know him. Oh, that's okay. But I really like him. Yeah. You know? He's just, a, I call him the gentle giant, you know, because he's 6'7". He's six seven. I knew he was tall, but that's and I'm real. five three. And you're <laughs> my grandparents are five feet and six four. Really? And when you walk in a room like that, everybody's like, "Whoa!" It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. We're like little people, and he they're like giants. Yeah, you know. His mom was six feet, and his dad was six eight. Oh my god! And they met at a tall club. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Like, yes, amazing. A tall club. Mm-hmm. And the Golden Gate Tip Toppers. <laughs> That's amazing. amazing. Does that club still exist? I don't think so. But I think somebody should start it up again. They should. Yeah. I think it was harder back then for tall women, especially. For tall women. Yeah, I think you're right. You know? Yeah. It's, yeah. It was harder in our age for tall women, too. Yeah. Probably not as hard as 
his parents' age, yeah. but still. Yeah, I think you people know, Kathy, still had like a thing yeah, about it. My friend Kathy's six feet, and yeah. she always just kind of tries yeah. to fold in, and I'm like, God, if I had half that. I know. I'd be so happy. I'd be so happy. <laughs> but there's problems with that, too. She cannot buy a pair of pants. Oh, either. yeah, and shoes. I remember, Ever. yeah, my mother-in-law always had problems finding shoes. Yeah, same. Yeah. So we get yeah. our quirks. My mom's so funny. My mom's 5'1", and she was standing up on like a step stool, and she goes, this is what the world looks like to Brian. Just, <laughs> Melanie, get up here. It's totally different. Because <laughs> you're looking down at everything yes. instead of up. <laughs> it's totally different, right? I was doing something in our house one day, and I was like, this is so hot. Oh, I was standing on a step stool to cook in an Instapot uh-huh. <laughs> because I can't really see in the Instapot. Yeah. And so Bert comes in and goes, what are you doing? Because I'm on like a two-step step stool yeah. stirring, stirring this. And it's like, I can't I can't function with this device. I need like a low table. Right. And he just walks up and is like, dude, yeah. I'm like, he's only six feet. Yeah. That makes it different. Well, I mean, yeah. compared to six, seven. So married to a comic. Married to a comic. We've been married. We'll, we, I was just talking about this. We will have been together 25 years. What? 25 years? 20 years. 20 years in March. Is it 20 or 25? We started dating in 1998. It's 25. 25. That's oh, crazy. my God. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I don't feel like I'm old enough to be with somebody you're for not. 25 years. You're not. For the record, <laughs> you're not. Um, and we dated for like six and a half years before we got married. We got married in 2004. And so. was he a comic when you met him? Yes. And what yeah. were you doing when you met him? I was an assistant at his manager's office. Okay. You know, which now wouldn't fly. But back then it was totally okay. Totally fine. They yeah. set us up. No way. <laughs> no way. Who set you up? His manager. And yeah. said you guys would be perfect? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. And it worked. It totally worked. It totally worked. Yeah. He That's was shy. Amazing. So he'd call the office and act like it was business. But he now tells me he's like I just wanted to talk to you oh I know it's very sweet sweet. very sweet there's a lot of comics (laughs) including my comic who's just such a sweet little romantic little sweetie pie soft on the inside gooey totally romantic and you wouldn't necessarily know that at least I mean your husband comes across as very lovable. Well, you know, he's like that well, guy so you just yours. want to hug, but in a different way. He has a little more of a hard shell, you know. Maybe, I think. but maybe. Yeah. But I think I think your husband's adorable and yeah. and and sweet. Yeah. Even though he might, not, <clears throat> excuse me, he may not always come across with that. You can see it. Yeah. He's a sweet guy. Yeah. He I is. Don't even he's, know him. he's just. A, I mean, he's <laughs> way sweeter than I am. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, same at my house. Let me tell you, Bert says all the time I'm dead inside. Because I'm like, that's not going to work. And this is why. And yeah. you can move on. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't have time for that kind of soft. And yeah, I wonder, do you think that's part of uh, what makes it work being married to a comic? Um, I think I don't know if it's because he's a comic, but I think the person our different personalities really works. Right. Because of that, you know? Yeah. I'm a, not that I totally believe in this shit, but I'm a fire sign. <laughs> so and, am I. You know, and he's a cancer. Yep. And, yep. you know, That's and it just, deal. I think, I think he's made me a better person in all honesty. Uh-huh. You know, like I'm, I'm not as uh, feisty and fiery as I used to be. I feel like he cools me a little bit. You know what I mean? I think that works. Um, and uh Yeah. 
I think just he's made me a better person. Like I'm kinder. I think more before speaking because I was one of those people just say anything, uh-huh. you know, might be mean, might be nasty. You know, you might be my doppelganger. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> no joke. Not even joking. I feel the same way about Bird. I think he's yeah. made me like slow down. Yeah. And take a breath. Yeah. And and think about how I treat people before yeah. I treat them. It doesn't always work. Yeah. Sometimes it gets away from me. Yeah. But I definitely do pause. Yeah. And he's way better at that sometimes than I am. I learned yeah. it from him. Whether yeah, or not me he's too. proficient, that's where I learned it. Look, we all have our days, right? But yeah, I just, I, I agree. I feel like he's made me better in that way. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Do you think he's funny? He makes, I am not just saying, he makes me laugh every single day. Oh. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely what got me. Yeah. Yeah. You know. We're not the same there. No? No. You don't think he's funny? <laughs> oh, I think he's very funny. Okay. But he does not make me laugh every single No. Oh. There's too much neuroses in that Really? Man. Yeah. Well, mine has a lot of neuroses, too. A lot of them. But he's also just, he's just so dry. Like, he'll just say one thing, you know, and it just cracks me up. Just That's the way awesome. he responds to life. Right. You know what I mean? And sometimes he's not even trying. <laughs> <laughs> he's just being. Just being. Yes. Isn't it amazing, not to be like, wow, but isn't it amazing to be happily married? It really is. I feel really grateful uh-huh. for that uh-huh. because, and that we still like each other after all these years because I think that's unusual. Yeah, uh, we you know? feel the same way. We yeah. had our first went off to college this year mm-hmm. and then we still have one at home mm-hmm. and we started looking around going, okay, we're on like borrowed time here mm-hmm. as a unit. Mm-hmm. And so I had to travel with him a lot in the fall. And yep. we were like, oh, yeah, this is fine, actually. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm going to miss my kids of when course. they fly the coop. Yeah. But we were like, oh, yeah, we have so much fun and we still laugh and yeah. we still do stupid stuff. And I still make him laugh and he still makes me laugh. And isn't that really what it should be? I think I think so. Should be pretty and easy. I'm, I'm more comfortable with him probably than anybody. Yeah, for same. Sure. Yeah. You know? Well, he's made me more comfortable with myself. Yeah. I think. Yeah? Yeah, I do. Because, you know, when you are that person who's fiery Mm -hmm. and maybe out there and outspoken and Mm -hmm. very opinionated and you Mm -hmm. get pushed back when you are yourself Mm -hmm. and you have someone who goes, no, you freaking do it. Yeah. Then you go, okay, okay. Well, maybe I'm just going to freaking do it. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he's definitely made me. And I'm an only child, so I didn't have anybody to reflect back. Right. Who am I, you know, in right. a way where I felt like they would never leave, sort of. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think he's ever going to leave, which is good. I yeah. Mean, I, you know, but so I that makes me feel really safe. Is he, my husband's an only child too. Is he an only child? No, he has two sisters. Oh, he does. Yes. Older or where is he? In he's the, the oldest. He's the oldest? He's oh, okay. the biggest. He's the big brother. Okay. Yeah. He has two sisters who are <laughs> also... Um, really strong personalities mm-hmm. like him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's, what's good is he grew up with really strong personality women. His yeah. mother's a strong personality. So yeah. he married someone with a strong personality. Yeah. And uh, he knows kind of what how to handle that, what right. to do with that. So. My husband too, because his father died when he was two. Oh. And his mother never remarried. Mm. So they, he was just around the grandmas yeah. and his mom. I mean, he was raised by women. Isn't that you know? funny? I think that's kind of a good thing. Oh, I think I it do. makes them better husbands. Uh, I think. And better humans. I think it makes them better humans mm-hmm. and, and maybe better husbands too, mm-hmm. but. What I know now is like everybody on his team, almost everybody is a woman. Mm-hmm. Halston, 
mm-hmm. his assistant Peter mm-hmm. and his cameraman. Everyone else is a woman. Oh, his oh, interesting. manager, Jennifer, yeah. Rachel, uh, Stacy, Felicia. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all women. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. Yeah, it is kind of interesting mm-hmm. in this quote man's world right that he just went where my women at yeah <laughs> but i know some i mean i have clients like that too you do? i think they definitely prefer being the, the female energy yeah. works better for them it does for some people yeah you know when how busy was brian at his at his busiest is um, he gone a lot he is gone a lot he is still yeah yeah it you know it over the years it's varied depending on what's going on in his life you know but he tours I mean, he's gone a couple, you know, a couple weekends out of the month mm-hmm. regularly. Yeah. Yeah. Same. But that's our norm. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's weird kind of when he's home all the time. Yeah. You know, um, and I'm a pretty independent person by nature. Uh-huh. Like before we were married, I lived by myself and I liked it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Same. I'm telling you, I think you are actually my doppelganger. I'm going, this is the most boring conversation ever. I should just talk about myself. No, I was the same. I lived by yeah. myself and loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'd get scared, but other than that, I liked it, you know, um, living in an apartment in West Hollywood by myself. But anyway, uh, yeah. So that's like our norm. And, and I, I like it. Yeah. And it, it's nothing against him, no. but I like my weekends when he's gone, you know? Yeah, I do too. Mm-hmm. I, I've always said, I don't think I could be married to a nine to fiver. Yeah. I think I would kill, I would kill them. I need, I need, I need my space. Totally. I need to be in completely in control of my day. Yeah. You know, and not have to even consider, yeah. another, obviously I have to consider my child, yes. but you know, not really have to consider another adult and what their wants or needs are yeah. just do my day. Yeah. I mean, I think also think that's why our relationship is so strong too is because we're both so busy. Yeah. We don't have a time. We don't have time to get into each other's to deal with bullshit or yeah, yeah. anything like that, you know? Yeah. And then when we do have time together, we appreciate it. Yeah. I, we're very similar. You know, I'm busy a lot with his stuff. Yep. But I'm still busy. Yeah. It's still stuff that he's oh, not I'm doing. Imagine. Yeah. yeah. Do you I manage know. him also? No, okay. I don't. Um, that's probably good I yeah I always say we'd probably be divorced yeah no, they, yeah, they blame their managers for everything I don't want to be in that position totally and I love his manager yeah and they've oh, been good. together forever oh, he was good. best man in our wedding you know oh yeah so okay yeah they're, they're he's fine yeah they were roommates no way yes when we started dating so I would literally like spend the night at his house and then see my boss in the office the next morning you know what I mean? oh how funny <laughs> that's so crazy yeah how did you meet brian yeah through that through work oh through work you yeah. already told me that yeah, i'm sorry okay. that's okay sorry 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 <clears throat> um so did you know pretty quickly like okay this is where no. i need to know but i'm not that's not my personality no. i'm very envious of people that say that mm. like they saw somebody and they just knew that they were going to spend the rest of their lives together I don't, that's not my personality. I think, and I'm a serial monogamous, so I had, I mean, obviously, I've been with my husband longer than anybody, but I, my boyfriend's, you know, stuck around. So I know I can love other people. Yeah, right, right, right. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like an asshole. No, no, not at all. I was the same way. I I never slept around, but I had boyfriends. Always had, not always. But I often had yeah. boyfriends. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, you know, it's like kind of trying on a suit. You go, yes. well, let's have this relationship for a while. Yes. And then when it's over, you go, well, what do I learn from that? Yeah. And then you keep going. 
Yeah. So I know when I met Bert, we met bowling. Uh-huh. He says we met two or three times before that, for which I have no memory. Uh-huh. But when we finally met bowling, I was like, ah, oh, go out with him. You two, three dates, and then we'll be friends forever. I'm not marrying a comic. No way. Yeah. And then at a certain point, I went, hold on. I've been dating the wrong kind of people. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been dating people that look good on paper, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yep. I know exactly what you mean. aren't right inside. Mm-hmm. I ran circles around them, like Mm -hmm. literally would run emotional and mental circles around them. Mm -hmm. But they on paper, oh, he's a lawyer. Well, then he should be great. But I'm like, and And they're like either exhausted by me or don't understand what I'm talking about. And so when I met Bert, I was like, oh, hold on. This is actually my like sparring partner in Mm -hmm. life in a positive way. Mm -hmm. So pause and then i had a complete panic attack you did i did i had a total panic attack called who ended up being my um maid of honor rumbly who's a guest on here often and was like oh my god oh my god i don't think i can do this he's a slob he's such a slob <laughs> he's never gonna make money he's a comic i mean let's be real comics mm-hmm. some they so few make it what am i doing i'm gonna throw my life away i, I was a writer at the time and uh-huh. i was had some good momentum i was like mm-hmm. am i seriously gonna do this oh my god and she was like i'll be there in five minutes <laughs> she pulled up and she let me un and i'm not that way yeah i don't I don't think I've ever, I, well, I know I have never had a panic attack ever mm-hmm. except that mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. And I'm not hysterical mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. And I was hysterical. Mm-hmm. And she goes, she lets me be hysterical. And she goes, oh, honey, it's over. It's over for you. This is it. So wow. you may as well just give it up. Let's go watch Finding Nemo. <laughs> so we did. We went and watched Finding Nemo. By the end of the movie, I was like, okay, well, I guess this is it. Well, if this is it, I need some therapy because I have no roadmaps on how to be married. All my relatives were either oddly married uh-huh. or unhappily Only married, married. Mm-hmm. or multiply divorced. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. I got into therapy and was like, if I'm going to do this, I need some I need some back. Good for you, though, um, that you had the wisdom to do that. Well, I was 33. You know? But still, lots or, of no, people. I was 32 and I was like, yeah, hmm. Mama not smart enough for this game. Yeah. So I I did. And I'm still in therapy with the same therapist because I realized very quickly that um, I don't know how to coexist with an equal mm-hmm. and because I didn't have a sibling. Mm-hmm. I had cousins, but it's not the same. Mm-hmm. And then I had parents who don't say married. Mm-hmm. So I was like, still to this day, I'm with her and she helps me with so much in my life as like a mentor. I think mm-hmm. of her more, I don't have any like... And the skeleton in this closet. Right. I just have like, this is happening, the dynamic that's happening in my house. And mm-hmm. I don't know how to manage to that, yeah. you know, and I don't have a partner because of many reasons. One, Bert's not physically here, mm-hmm. but the other one is being as emotional as he is as a human. Mm-hmm. He tends to be very reactive mm-hmm. and I am not. I'm mm-hmm. very logical. So right. I'm like, there's a middle. Right. Help me find the middle. And Bert's not great at that. Yeah. So I'm like, is he in therapy? He ought to be. <laughs> he has on and off many and times, yeah. but he just can't stick with it. Yeah. You know, much like sobriety, yeah. much like uh, eating healthy, right. much like fill in the blank. He right. has a hard time with yeah. that. And I totally accept that. That's yeah. his path and his journey. Yeah. It's not my job to help him figure out any of that. Yeah. It's my job to coexist with this person who functions differently than I, I do. I do. Yeah. And not have judgment on yeah. that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, he has, I'm sure, thinks the way I function is asinine. I am a list maker beyond. Me and too. he's like. Doppelganger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't function without a list. I can't do it. I've always done that. Me too. So as long as I can remember. Me too. Since yeah. I, my first memory of it is like high school. Yeah, me too. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Always. I can't. Nope. There's too much in my head yep. that I have to get it out. Me too. And not lose it. And it, it. just helps. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sufficient. But that's why we keep it together, right? Exactly. Because we're keeping everything together. Totally. Yeah. You have to have a list. Yes. <laughs> you do. And your son is 13? He's 13. Oh. Yeah. He's in middle school. First year middle school. How's he doing? He's doing good. Good. I was really worried, you know, because middle school's rough. It can be very rough. You know, I feel like even for me, and I was a pretty well-adjusted kid, but I remember that time being the toughest for me. Yeah. Just figuring out your hormones are crazy. You're trying to figure out who you are, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. That kind of stuff. So is everybody else in yeah, your class. And exactly. So it's just a yeah. big soup of drama. Yeah, but he's doing good. He's doing really good. Good. Knock on wood. He's adorable. He's still sweet. I'm waiting for him to turn into an asshole, but Maybe I'm he sure won't. it's around the corner. I, I don't know. You know, did some, yours? How old are mm, yours? I know you said one's gone. 18 and 16. Okay. Um you know what's interesting? They've girls, never, right? Both girls. Okay. They've never really been an asshole. Mm-hmm. They have friends who've been assholes. Mm-hmm. They've been. George is very sneaky mm-hmm. and lie mm-hmm. and get away with stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not in her behavior. Right. More so with her dad. Oh, okay. She has some asshole behavior with her dad. Interesting. They are the same human. Mm-hmm. Oh. No one thinks they are mm-hmm. because. Well, you would know. She talks a good game. Yeah. But they are a they are yeah. identical in yeah. so many ways, and then the, hence the, hence the struggle, right? You know, yeah, they want what they want, yeah, and the other one doesn't want that, yeah, and it's a struggle, yeah. So she doesn't give me that kind of pushback. Mm-hmm. She only does it with Bert, which makes Bert feel she doesn't love me like she loves you. Um, she doesn't respect me like I'm like, oh, dude, Isla and I fight like cats and dogs, yeah, and he'll say to me. You're fighting with yourself. You realize that. But if I say that to him about Georgia, it doesn't he's like, sink in. you don't understand what I'm going yeah. through. I'm like, it's the same thing, dude. It's the same thing. She's yeah. the same as you. Yeah. So, but no one's really been an asshole yet. Oh, that's good. Then there's hope. Were you an asshole? I was like Georgia. I was a liar sneaker. You I was were. super sweet on mm-hmm. the surface. Uh-huh. I'll totally do that. And, and then, then do, whatever do whatever you wanted. I wanted. Yeah. And I got busted a couple times. Yeah. Did not deter me from continuing yeah. to do that. Yeah. It's criminal behavior. Yeah. Some of it's positive criminal behavior. Yeah. You know, you learn how to find a workaround and you yeah. make a mistake. Yeah. And that mistake is your own. Yeah. Because no one has told you not I to. I remember like being a teenager and going, Okay, is this going to be worth getting in trouble? <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> so let's roll the dice. Here we go. Here we go. Let me, what's the value of this? Totally. Me? That's amazing. I don't think I had that much insight. No? No. I was just like, fuck everybody. I'm doing it. Oh, really? And I'll pay the price if I have to yeah, pay the too, price. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was not, that, not that insightful. Um, so I'm sure like you, uh, like us, Raising a kid with a touring comic is just normal, right? Totally normal. Totally normal. Yeah. What Were there any conversations with, what's your son's name? Rhodes. Oh, great name. Thank you. Were there any conversations with Rhodes about why dad's on the road and this dad's No, not? because it was always that way. It's just normal. Yeah, it's totally normal. It's really interesting too. So, you know, at the beginning of COVID, because Brian was, I, we've never spent that much time together. Mm-hmm. 
literally. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, preaching to the yeah. choir. Yep. And they were really like button heads there mm-hmm. for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually like had to like put my foot down and go, I go, I'm not going to live this way. You two have to like work your shit out. Right. Because this is not working. Right. You know, for- and they did. They like had a conversation about it and, you know, um, so it, but yeah, back to your question. It's totally normal for him. Yeah. He's gone part of the time. Now, how does, does Brian feel bad about? Yes. Yeah, I have that problem. And I'm always like, why? I go, I go, think about all the time. I go, my dad was never home. Yeah. Ever. You know what I mean? I mean, he worked from sunup till sundown Mm -hmm. and. Think of all the time, like you get to go pick him up from school some days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when you're home, you're home. Yeah, that's been our philosophy always. That's Which the I think is pretty awesome. I think it's amazing. And I think really you get more quality time with him than somebody with a nine to five job. You know, I think the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's the point of view we've always had. Mm-hmm. I think what helped me was having divorced parents. Mm-hmm. And my dad picked me up every other weekend. Mm-hmm. And f- when he, same thing, when I was home, he was home mm-hmm. and he was super focused. Mm-hmm. And then he got to be a bachelor. Mm-hmm. And because he didn't have custody of me, he mm-hmm. got the luxury of just being a person mm-hmm. except for that weekend. And I stayed with him all summer. Mm-hmm. And when I was with him, he was super plugged in. Yeah. So I think we just repeated that. Right. In our life. Is that right. well, when you're here, then you're here. Here. You do yeah. drop off, you do pick up, you make yep. lunchbox. Yep. You do all these things. And when early in his career, I was working full time. I was managing apartment buildings Mm -hmm. and uh, we had just one building when we had Georgia so I could work and have a baby. Mm -hmm. And then they bought two more buildings and gave me all three. Mm -hmm. So I had to actually go to an office. Mm -hmm. So on the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday ish, he was home. He was just daddy on duty. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you have no idea what a gift that was to our whole family. 100%. Because now you are connected to our kids mm-hmm. in a way that most dads don't get. Ever. Know? Ever. Yeah. He was fully in charge. Are they eating chocolate for lunch? Yeah. It's none of my business because guess what? Daddy's on duty. Right. Mom has rules, but, you know, daddy's on duty. Yeah. I'm not saying dad's rules are bad. Yeah. I'm not here to see or regulate. So, right. I mean, he has so many stories of, putting him in the stroller or, or walking up, you know, one, we were one block from a Ralph's. Uh-huh. He would walk up to Ralph's, put one in the buggy, one in the basket of the buggy and just run that. He would, he would always buy a loaf of French bread that was fresh uh-huh. and let them eat it while we shopped. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, fine. Yeah. That's amazing. Totally. <laughs> so special. I, that's always been my point of view too. So many people have asked me, isn't it sad though? He's never home. Yeah. But when he is home, he, he's really home. Home. Until recently. He's yeah. been really busy recently. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm glad to hear that you're oh, same. No, 100%. I think, though, if you talk to most people in our situations, don't you think most people would feel that way? I would think so. Yeah. Do you know a lot of other comics' wives? Um, not a lot. I have a couple really good girlfriends whose husbands are in bands. Oh, similar. And I, but I feel really grateful because their husbands will be gone for months yeah. on tour. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And mine's just gone for a couple of days and then comes home and then leaves again, which to me, it's like ideal. Yeah. You know? It's the best best scenario. (laughs) Yeah. I know one of my closest friends' husband is a big movie producer and Mm -hmm. he would be gone for months at a time too. And when the kids were little, we totally co-parented. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, 
It's a lot to have two young girls. Oh, I can't imagine. We had two. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes we'd have to be in two places at one time with one adult and we'd just divide and conquer. Yeah. I'm doing dinner Thursday night. You do dinner Wednesday night and I pick up, you you pick up. We just, we co-parent. Takes a village. That's amazing. A lifesaver. Yeah. It really was a lifesaver. Yeah. Um, Did you have people like that? I guess you just Um, have one. I just had one by design. We did that on purpose. My husband was an only child. Um. And I'm kind of an only child. Both my parents were married before and they each had three. Mm. And then I'm second marriage baby. Okay. Um, and there's 10, 12, 15 years between me oh, and my sibling. So even though, I'm sorry, even though I have bro- six, six, three brothers and three sisters, um, I was home. I was the only one home. Right. M- most of my life. Right. You know. Which is why I like being alone. Which is why, yeah, I'm okay with it. We know how to entertain ourselves. We do. You know? Yes. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So we, um, yeah, we decided that we would just have one. And then we kind of went back and forth. And then by the time I was like, well, maybe I could have a second. He was five. And I'm like, well, what's the point? (laughs) I want to start over. (laughs) Right. We were like two years apart. Let's go. Because I just got, I just got one of them. Up and running. Let's go right back into the yeah. I trenches. Mean, people and, do that for a reason. Oh, I did it for a reason. I mean, and I am at, again, I only have one, so I don't know, but I would imagine it's probably really hard there for a few years. It is. And then you find your groove. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I'd yeah. say the first year yeah. is hard because yeah. everybody's on a different schedule. Yeah. Everybody's on a different nap schedule, eat schedule. Yeah. Everything's all wonky. Yeah. But then... Yeah, I, I did not enjoy being an only child. Yeah. I enjoyed being by myself, but I liked the option of other people, people. which I didn't have. Yeah. So um, when we had Georgia, um, I had a terrible delivery. It was awful mm-hmm. with Georgia. And I went, too bad, lady. You got to do it one more time. You did. Got, yeah. You were like, I'm doing it no matter what. Yeah. I had a tough one, too. What it, what happened with you? Um, My epidural was botched and I had a spina. <gasps> so <gasps> I lost. I was completely paralyzed oh from the waist gosh. down so couldn't feel anything couldn't push had no control Nothing. over anything and then when the epidural would wear off i would go to full pain immediately so <gasps> oh my god that's i pushed awful. i vomited i pushed how many how long i physically pushed for two and a half hours oh my gosh and they were about to take me to surgery and then uh they like suction twisted her out i told her so you didn't her. have to have a cesarean no i didn't mm. i made it happen but for two and a half hours i went from complete paralysis to full pain That's over crazy. and over and over and i've over. never even heard of that it happens to one percent wow of women in childbirth in retrospect do you wish you would have just done a cesarean or no 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 i don't yeah. think so um no i don't know yeah no, I think so much happens when you when the baby goes through the birth canal. Right. It triggers so much healing, right? That I think that was good. Um, yeah, and yeah, no, it that I just not do the spinal. <laughs> yeah, the second one, I was like, hold on, before you give me this epidural, this happened last time, mm-hmm. and it was perfect. It was the easiest thing I've ever done. So, what did they do different? Uh, was it their fault? It was their fault. Oh, it was yes. Okay. Um, apparently, everyone's epidermis Mm -hmm. in their spinal column Mm -hmm. is slightly different in depth and thickness Mm -hmm. and mine apparently is not as Uh, thick as standard uh, so to speak so they just pierced it what happened then when you have a spinal is your spinal fluid then leaks which is what cushions your brain Brain. Mm -hmm. so for 10 days i had to lie down Mm -hmm. anytime i would raise my head the pain was so bad oh my gosh actually 
I went past feeling pain into like outer body experience and I hear myself whimpering. Wow. Like, <laughs> and then I'd lay back down. Um, the only time I ever got up for 10 days was to go to the bathroom. Luckily, my aunt is a nurse in Georgia, a labor and delivery nurse, and she was with me for the oh, birth of that's Georgia. nice. And she just took her and went, here's what's about to happen. Mm -hmm. This is going to be terrible. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring you medication. I'm going to bring you a baby to put on the boob. Mm -hmm. She doesn't even know she's on the planet for two weeks. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. Sleep and get better. Rest. This hole in your spinal column has to heal. Takes about 10 days. Did you have to stay in the hospital the whole no, time? No, I did not. Oh, okay. They sent me home mm -hmm. and I was able to be home. But thank God for my Aunt Diane, because she literally would come in with the baby, put her on the boob, take her. And I just wouldn't see and her. And also just having somebody with that knowledge. Oh, yes. I mean, what a relief. Yes. You Georgia know? was jaundiced. So she was like, she took hey, care of all that's that. That's so common. Yeah. Isn't it? But she did it. I didn't do anything. Yeah. I laid in the bed. Yeah. And just like whimpered. Yeah. Every time I sat up. It's so funny, too. She handed me my last Vicodin. And she went, okay, here's what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. You're about to get really angry. Mm -hmm. It is the drug. Mm -hmm. It is normal. Mm -hmm. You need about 36 to 48 hours. Mm -hmm. It's going to be really mad. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. I got the baby. Mm -hmm. Be mad all you want. But you got to come off the Vicodin. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, why don't they tell people this in the hospital? Totally. Why don't they just say, here's what's about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Your head's going to spin around and you're going to start shooting pea soup out. It's I mean, okay. I, I'm, I'm sure you appreciate that. I mean, I would so much, much rather like lay it down for me. Yes. Don't soften anything. Just tell me what it is and then I can deal with it. Yes. You know? Here's how it's going to be. Yeah. These 10 days are going to suck. Yeah. And now two more days are going to suck. Yeah. But then you're out of it. Right. And it was, she was right. Yeah. Thank God. So. After all of that, I still was like, I got to have one. You're more. a trooper. I can't. But you still wanted to have a second one. I don't know if I would have. <laughs> well, part of me went, what is the likelihood of that happening again? Right. It's not very likely. Right. So let's just go ahead because I've already taken care of maybe not the worst case scenario, right. but definitely not the most fun. Right. So let's take care of that's That's off my plate. We're right. just going to assume that's off my plate and hope for the best. And Isla literally was like delivering a feather. It was. She just went boop. And I was that like, was oh, it. Baby. One of those. Yeah, I'm so jealous of people that are like that. I've had friends like that that like went in, boop out. You know, yeah, no biggie. Yeah, no biggie. That was the second one. <laughs> the first one was like, holy shit. How about you? You had a hard time the first. Well, time? I had preeclampsia. What so is that? That is um, high blood pressure onset yes. by pregnancy. Yes. And okay. Um, I don't know why. Like now, when I look back at it, I was kind of oblivious at how serious it is. Mm -hmm. I almost feel like it was like a protective mechanism in my brain so that I wouldn't stress out. Mm -hmm. um, and my doctor the, put me on bed rest. So I was supposed to just rest, <sighs> you know. For how long? For the last two and a half months. Jesus. Yeah. And I was like, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know who I you're talking to. Still. Yeah, no, 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 no. That Ever. Would, that would be terrible. Yeah. Did you terrible. do it? A little bit. I mean, I worked from home instead of going into the office, you know. Um, and then one morning I woke up and I couldn't see out of one of my eyes. Oh, no. So I called the doctor and he goes, oh, you need you need to come down to the hospital. You know, he was super calm. So I told Brian, I go, OK, we got to go down. They're probably going to check me out and send us back home, you know, because this was still we still had. um uh, four weeks to go, you know? So we go down to Cedars and they're like, oh, we're taking this baby. Oh, I no. mean, literally, like I was in, they, and I had to have a cesarean right there. They were afraid I was going to have a stroke. Oh my God. Yeah. That's yeah. scary. It was super scary, but you don't feel anything. 
I felt great. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? I didn't feel, because that's how high blood pressure is. Yeah. I had no idea. And then um, I still didn't have full vision in my eye for two months after he was born. But fortunately, they found out that it was muscular instead of neurological. So if it was neurological, that would have been bad. So I was able to like do exercises and stuff. And then I came back. How crazy. I know. It was really crazy. That's I've never heard of that yeah. before, ever. I know. And I was just oblivious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're just going to send us home. Yeah, like, totally. No big deal. <laughs> this is not a problem. Isn't it great that that's your attitude, I right? guess so, yeah. I would have been the same way. But I also think back, I was like, you dummy. <laughs> I know. I'm the same way. When the pandemic started, I would be doing stuff and Bert would be like, what are you doing? Yeah. You're putting us all at risk. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm just like walking in the yard or something that I have no clue. No clue. It's because I have no anxiety. I mean, people die from what I, from what I had. Sometimes like it's you or the baby. Really? Yes. I I mean, I have a, my old business partner, one of her really good friends here in Encino at the hospital. She, the mom didn't make it. The baby survived, but the mom didn't. Oh my God. How terrible. And I know I like read some. Yeah. I don't, I really feel like it was my brain just like protecting me. Just saying. Because oh, that's really not my personality. Like I want to know everything about everything. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think it was just like to not stress me out or something. A mechanism. You know? Yeah. Somehow. A mechanism of some sort. Let's talk about Lumi. This podcast is sponsored by Lumi. I don't know if you know what Lumi is, but Lumi is deodorant but it's not just deodorant like you think about deodorant it's like whole body deodorant it's for your pits it's for your vajayjay it's for wherever you have some body odor and it smells kind of natural and awesome and and it lasts a long time and it's all natural and it was developed by a doctor and i mean what more positive can i say about it if you want to smell better naked then you're going to need a little help maybe. Especially, you know, I think there's certain times in your life where you maybe have more body odor than others, like adolescence, menopause, after childbirth, if you work out a lot. These times you may need a little extra support in the like positive smell vibe area. So Lumi is a great place to turn for whole body deodorant, for personal area deodorant, for underarm deodorant, for just smelling good in general. Lumi was created by an OBGYN. And you know, they're the best doctors on the planet, if you ask me. But this OBGYN discovered and proved in clinical testing that that the vagina is not to blame for day-to-day odor below the belt. And she developed Lumi, a uniquely formulated pH-balanced deodorant. It's aluminum-free, it's skin-safe, clinically proven to control odor for up to 72 hours. That's three days. That's a long time. Personally, I work out three days a week. Um, So obviously I sweat. I sweat hardcore because I work out hardcore. Sometimes I'm in a hurry. They have these wipes that are like deodorized wipes. They're so awesome. I just use these wipes. I hit the hot spots and then I hit the road. They're so awesome. I can keep them in my purse. I can keep them in my gym bag. Easy to use. Great fragrance. I love them. And they keep odor at bay for 72 hours. Now, after I work out, I'm probably going to shower pretty soon after that. But when I use their wipes, 
it just takes care of everything right away. And I can use it on my whole body. It's I don't just have to use it on my underarms. I can use it on my vagina. I can use it under my boobs where I sweat a lot. I'm not sure if it's odoriferous under my boobs, but I use them there anyway because it's kind of gross. So... I don't know. I think Lume is a great product. Lume's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash or deodorant wipes. And there's free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code WIFE at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com. Lumi is L-U-M-E, lumideodorant.com and use the code WIFE. Again, as a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code WIFE at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit Lumi, L-U-M-E, lumideodorant.com and use the code WIFE. I'm telling you, it's a great thing to throw in your bag and have whenever you need it. Lumi, check it out. You know, Fascinating. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I'll take it. You're so right. Yeah. That's crazy. But baby was okay. I mean, he was obviously he was, early. I mean, he was a little tight. He was five pounds. Oh, geez. And then he went down before oh. 10. Um, so he was a little itty bitty. We called him Benjamin Buttons because he just looked like a little wrinkled old man. <laughs> Did he have say in the NICU or anything? Um, no, they sent us home after five days because I made them. They yeah. didn't want me to leave because mm. my blood pressure was still up. But, you know, when you're in the hospital, they come in and bug you constantly. I go, it's driving me fucking crazy. I go, you have to let me go home. Yeah. I cannot be here anymore. Somebody comes in every half hour. I'm not resting. It's stressing me out. Yep. So I called my doctor and she made them release me. Yeah. And I went home and after a few hours, took my blood pressure and it was fine. How about that? You know? <laughs> yes, I do know. I know. I unfortunately had to go to the hospital. I was in the hospital for two nights. Yeah. Uh, a couple of years ago. And mm-hmm. I was like, I, I it, it drives you crazy. It, I'd never been in the hospital. I no. was so lucky. I'd yeah. never, I've never broken a bone. Yeah. I've ne- you know what I mean? So it was the first time. But five days, I was like. Get me out of the here. The first two days, I was like, this is great. They do everything. <laughs> <laughs> They bring me whatever I ask for. This is amazing. Ah, That's so funny. Our first day in the hospital, I was, I was still after I delivered Georgia. um, It was shift change Mm -hmm. for the nursing staff. Mm -hmm. It was like seven thirty-five, something like that. She Mm -hmm. was born seven o'clock's the shift change. Yeah. So as soon as she was done, they shifted. So all the nurses, doctors left with Georgia and Bert, mm-hmm. and they turned the lights out on me uh-huh. <laughs> and left me there. You're kidding? No, for a very long time. They forgot about you. They did, and Are you I was, kidding? I was, I was oh having God. a reaction. I guess some women shake violently after they deliver. I did that too. Oh yeah, you, yeah. So you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like and you're a like violent, cold. and you're yeah. freezing, and you yeah. can't. It's almost like a form yeah. of shock. Is totally what it seems like. Yeah. So I sat and mm-hmm. shook. For like half an hour going, mm-hmm. is that what got me back for me? And I couldn't figure out how to call anybody. Oh my I gosh. think they maybe left the button Did you somewhere else. No. <laughs> I just sat there going. So by the time we got to the room, yep. I was just shot. I mean, I was just done. I yeah. wasn't, I couldn't do, I was complete jelly. 
mentally, physically, emotionally done. And Georgia was in the room with us. She starts crying. And Bert raises up and goes, are you going to get that? And I was like, was he serious? Yeah, you're kidding. And I was like, no, I'm not going to get that. This is not a good start. No. <laughs> He's like, well, the first thing I thought of is somebody else is going to get that. And I was like, uh, that's you. I can't even like sit oh on my, my tush at the gosh, moment. Amazing. Are you going to get that? And that I was like, amazing. who did I marry? What's oh wrong with you? Incredible. Always a comic. Always. Although he wasn't being funny yeah he, yeah he yeah. actually meant it yeah <laughs> so did you grow up watching or liking comedy well you know i did um but i never thought about working in it you know mm. i'm from a small farm town in california it's california but it's like the midwest yeah yeah you know a it's all farmland is. yeah very conservative there's a church on every corner yeah. you know so where where i grew up like you were a teacher or police officer or you know, yeah, that's what people did. Or yep. you worked in agriculture. Right. You know, so I didn't really think about that, like having a job in it. But, so then how did you become that? Well, I um, did. I thought I wanted to be a teacher. So I did like a year of like student teaching mm -hmm. and was like, nope, don't want to do this. Yeah. You work really hard and you don't make any money. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> you know? Totally. Um, Which is and a shame. my best friend from middle school and high school, the day she turned 18, she moved out of our little town and came to Hollywood. She always wanted to. She wanted to be an actress. And she said, why don't you just come live in L.A.? Just check it out. Yeah. You know? She's like, what do you have to lose? And... um. I packed up my car and moved down here and slept in her closet. Oh, my God. In her closet. I hope it was a walk-in closet. It was. Okay, good. A, a, a twin mattress fit perfect. 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 That's awesome. Yeah. You are not the first person I've heard that lived in a closet. I know. It's yeah. kind of common, it right? Is. It is. A place so we, to sleep. We did that for like, I don't know, six or seven months. I probably lived in that closet. And then we got an apartment together. Right. A two bedroom apartment together after what, what I got a job. What was your first job here? Well, I got a job working for a guy at Capitol Records as an assistant. Um, and I always loved music. So I was, and I love live music. So I was very excited about that. Um, but it, he was not a nice person. Oh no, no, not at all. Um, and this isn't really my personality, but I quit after three months and I told them to fuck off, wow. which is not really, that's not really how I roll. Yeah. <laughs> so it was specific to that person. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like by today, it was total sexual harassment and like that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I came into work one day and I had like these Oxford shoes on and he told me he didn't like my shoes that I needed to go home and change my shoes. What? And yeah. So I, I go, you know what, John? Fuck you. I quit and left. Wow. Yeah. And went back to my apartment in tears. Yeah. And um, my girlfriend, my roommate, she had become friends with Richard Baker. Mm -hmm. And he owned this co this comedy management company, Messina Baker. And they had Tim Allen and Drew Carey, Janine Garofalo in the 90s. Mm -hmm. And before he made his millions, he lived in the same apartment complex as her. And she would walk his dogs. Oh. So I come home, I'm in tears and the phone rings. I pick up the phone and it's Richard Baker's assistant. And she said, I'm calling for my roommate to see if she could walk, 
Richard's dogs. And I said, okay, I'll give her the message. I go, are you guys hiring? And she goes, actually, we are. We're looking for a receptionist. And I go, oh, could I apply? And she goes, yeah, you should come down and interview. Never met the girl. Just right. did it on the phone. Right. And um, so two weeks later, I went down and interviewed and they hired me. Amazing. And I started as the receptionist and then worked my way up. I was an assistant for several years. And then I ended up running their talent department. And I worked there for 15 years. Wow. Yeah. And that's how I got into the business. And I just became like obsessed with comedy. I was, I, we lived around the corner from the improv. So I was just at the improv every night and just soaking it all in and loved it. And I'm so grateful because I, I love doing what I do. Yeah. There's not one day where I'm like, God, I made a bad choice. So I know what you do, but tell you know? me what you do. So people listening. Know oh, yeah. So I, I have my own. I have a boutique management company that specializes in, in comedy. So mm -hmm. I have comedic writers, comedic actors and some stand ups. That's amazing. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. And I've been on my own for 10 years. Amazing. Yeah. And I worked at the other company for 15. So long time. Been doing it a long time. That's a long time. It is. It's so great. Women in this women in this business. So great. It is. Yeah. They're it a is. special, a special person yeah. to be not just woman, a special person to be involved with comics. Yeah. I think. Comics oh, for are sure. So special. They are. They're they, their own, their own breed. For they sure. are. And much like teachers, I think they're underpaid. Yeah. For a long time. <laughs> because if you are good at comedy, you I think you are good at making people think. Yeah. You know, stimulating a brain, you know? Totally. Doesn't mean that, it doesn't mean you're learning anything deep or anything, but just making you think, making yeah. you pay attention yeah. and focus and listen. Yeah. And, it's, I don't know. I love comics. I grew up watching comedy with my dad. Never had any aspiration of being involved in comedy yeah. at all. Ended up writing um, romantic comedies and like female focused. Did you always comedies. want to be a writer? And, uh, no, no? I, I didn't. I wrote well in mm -hmm. school where mm -hmm. I my like short stories at school that mm -hmm. my school would submit to like state uh, competitions yeah. for writing, but I never. Like you, I grew up in a town of like 1,800 people mm -hmm. in rural Georgia. Mm -hmm. And then when my parents divorced, my mom moved me to Atlanta for a time. So mm -hmm. I lived in in midtown Atlanta mm -hmm. and then a suburb, suburb of Atlanta for a while. So I did have some exposure to like city folk yep. and city thinking. Yep. But I ended up back in my small hometown where everybody was like you said, teacher, yeah. nurse, accountant, yeah. bookkeeper, yep. you know, plumber, electrician, yep. which is all wonderful uh, professions, but mm -hmm. I had, I had had a taste of the city life, you know? Right. And so I did, I knew I didn't want any of that, yeah. but I didn't really know what I wanted. Mm -hmm. So I thought I wanted to be a therapist. I thought I wanted to be a high school guidance counselor. Mm -hmm. Then I thought I wanted to be in real estate, uh, like commercial real estate. Mm -hmm. And then, and then I just moved to New York city. And then I studied acting in New York city. Cause oh, I was wow. like, well, maybe I'll be an actress. That was a big change. It was right. Did you love it? Um, I, yes and no. Okay. Um, big stage fright. Oh. I did. I loved the process of figuring mm -hmm. out someone's character and story mm -hmm. and why they say what they say mm -hmm. and that less cerebral part of it. Mm -hmm. But I'd always get really nervous with the actual acting. It's so funny because I'm, I mean, much smaller level, but I did theater and stuff in school. You did? And that's why I stopped because of the anxiety. Yeah. Of the 
actual performing, it yeah. wasn't worth it to me. Yes. You it, know, I stopped eventually because I, well, I started writing when I was in New York while mm -hmm. I was acting so that I could write things for myself because mm -hmm. I was less anxious about it. Mm -hmm. So, and then when I moved to LA, I just had some bad experiences with agents saying, you know, like I weighed 110 pounds. And one agent was like, you need to either lose about 15 pounds or gain about 20 pounds. Isn't that unbelievable. And I'm like, I'm not going to make myself unhappy to do something I'm not even sure I'm really what great I want to do. Yeah. So I'm just going to focus on writing. So I just pivoted to just writing. And mm -hmm. then I kept acting. I met a couple of directors who just kept putting me in their small film, really mm -hmm. small film. So mm -hmm. I would only act like in that capacity. No auditioning, no, right. no agent. Can you imagine? I, I really feel for my clients and my husband, like the whole auditioning process. Oh, forget it. I, no Isn't way. it awful? It's awful. Oh. Just the thought of it. Uh-uh. I, I know. Can't, no. no. Uh -uh, uh -uh. I can't imagine. And especially as a woman, too. Like, yeah, I right? I can't even. No. I feel for all of you actresses I out know. There. <laughs> I do, too. But I think back on my childhood and how I ended up with a comic, which was completely not planned. It's mm -hmm. not like I I even went to comedy clubs as an adult. I mm -hmm. wasn't trolling for a funny guy. Yeah. Uh, I just went bowling with a funny guy. And yeah. Went, oh, my God. I think he's a, we'd be great friends. Yeah. And we are great friends. Mm -hmm. But- when I reflected not long ago, I started thinking, you know, every time I was with my dad, we watched comedy mm -hmm. all the time. Everything was comedy. Mm -hmm. He was not into like heavy movies or heavy TV. Mm -hmm. It was MASH, mm -hmm. Sanford and Son, yep. All in the Family. Yeah. He loved Gallagher. Uh -huh. <laughs> he loved George Carlin. He uh -huh. loved Richard Pryor. He loved Red Fox as a comic. Yeah. Uh, he loved Andy Griffith as a comic. Yeah. So I always watched comedy with my dad. Mm hmm. But never not knowing that I was going to this place where I don't write comedy. I don't do mm -hmm. anything like that. But I definitely am very involved in Bert's creative process, mm -hmm. you know. Just never would have thought I would have been here. Isn't that funny? It's so crazy. It is. So who did you see in those days that you thought this person's amazing and they ended up being really successful? Well, I mean, there's lots of them. I mean, I remember your husband back in the day. <laughs> Well, did you think he was going to be really successful? Well, he was always, he had that likability thing. You know what I mean? Um, but once you're in this long enough, it, that's a hard thing to call because I know lots of really talented people that haven't had success. Well, that was my next question. Is, you know what I mean? You see some so people, I it remember is, seeing somebody at the improv going, why is this guy not amazing? Yeah. His name was Jimmy something. I don't remember. Hmm. He's older than Bert. Mm -hmm. But I saw him at the improv once and I was like, this is the funniest freaking guy. I've never seen this guy wear it. Who is this person? Mm -hmm. And nobody knows who he is. Yeah. It breaks my heart. I know. It's not fair. It's not fair. That's for sure. You know. And then other people that I would never, you would never think would be successful are. So it's kind of like, you know what I mean? It's, it's just whatever is going on in the world, I think, you know, and, yes, some, and a lot of it's being in the right place at the right time, yeah. you know, and then there's other people that have been trekking along forever, can't, couldn't get a job to save their souls. And then they have these amazing careers after several years, yeah. which is amazing, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, and then others will hit quick. It's just, it's very random. It is very <laughs> random. It's very random. And what's so crazy about comics too, you know, this is something I think, it, I don't understand why this is the way it is, but you know, when you, when you open in middle for someone, you get paid so little. Yep. 
And then once you start headlining, you get paid a lot. Mm -hmm. But there's no like, there's no union for any of these like comedy clubs. I think you have to be at a certain level of a stage to be a union or is are they even included in unions? They're no. not included in unions unless you work in TV and film. You know, I'm actually on a board for this organization called Comedy Gives Back. And mm-hmm. that's the whole thing. It's like we raise money to help comedians when they're in times of need. Yeah. You know, because or health crisis. Yeah. They don't have insurance. Yeah. A lot of these guys that work the road. You know what no. I mean? Because yeah. there's no union. There's no union. No. So I don't know. It's a great I mean, we're trying. It's new, you know, but we've we were able to help a lot of people through um, COVID and stuff like that, because, you know, if that's how you make your living and you're not making money like like our husbands are fortunate enough to. Yes. You know, they're basically paycheck to paycheck. They a lot of comedians uh, uh, you know even you sometimes. remember oh i remember <laughs> totally i remember bird asking me for 50 bucks once and i go oh, sorry we don't have it wow you got to go somewhere else because it's not in our bank account it's not in our yeah junk drawer we don't have 50 dollars yeah sorry mm-hmm. and i often think uh the only way bert could have done his early days mm-hmm. is with me and his parents helped us in that they paid for all his flights. Mm-hmm. That was like our gift, our investment in your right. career is right. I'll pay for all your flights. They did that. Which for, is a big help. It's enormous. A big help. Because when you're making 500 bucks a weekend. Yeah. And your flight is yeah. $200. Yeah. Yeah. And I you, mean, I've done that for my some of my clients. Yeah. Just to help them until they get going yes because it's almost impossible i don't know you know they're making five bucks yeah they're making five bucks if they're you know lucky. and a lot of the time when they're paying for the flights and stuff they re- literally are yeah <laughs> making five dollars we have a five dollar weekend and he'd have a five hundred dollar weekend yeah and at the end of the weekend we may have 75 dollars exactly by the time we've paid agent yep. manager taxes food flight yep yeah food flight hotel yep. sometimes sometimes yep I'd be know. like, we got 75 bucks. I know. And you were gone the whole weekend. I know. It's, it really breaks my heart because I, I feel like. And they work so hard because so that's hard. not easy. You know, it's not easy. Like doing all that. I tell my husband all the time, I'm like, I'm so grateful too that you do this for us, for our family, mm-hmm. because I know it's not easy. No. You know, I couldn't do all that traveling. <sighs> I couldn't do it. Bert does. No, no. way. No way. No way. No. And to do it and to still be struggling with your basic needs. Yeah. Is really heartbreaking it's heartbreaking and how do you change that how do you break the wheel yeah how do you change that cycle what yeah. do you how who changes it i know i don't know i know i know we always when bert got to be a certain point he would always bonus his open and middle act mm-hmm. and make sure that he paid what mm-hmm. the club paid he would match a lot of the yeah time. and then you go well then that's helps Helps and I know so a lot much. of, not everybody does it, but I know a lot of people that do do that. Because you it's, know? you know. Because you remember, it's just like, you know, when I'm a big tipper because I waited tables. <laughs> Same. <laughs> you Same. know? Yes. yes. <laughs> so um, you remember those times. You totally do. You Bert know? was still in the clubs. And one day he was like, I just, I want to give back to, you know, the wait staff work so hard. And I was like, yeah. okay, uh, why don't you do a raffle? Mm-hmm. And have one member of the wait staff win the raffle. Just ask the audience. That's such a good to idea. To send up a dollar, yep. fifty cents, anything. Right. Put it in a bucket. Yeah. And then draw one of the wait staff's names out of the hat, and mm-hmm. they get the that. money. They get right. the pot. Mm-hmm. Do it every show. 
So he started doing it. He called it the waitstaff raffle. Uh-huh. Um, and it was, he would have the waiter or waitress or whomever had won the mm-hmm. raffle say what they were going to use the money for mm-hmm. to, to everyone who had just given them to the whole audience. Mm-hmm. So everyone knew your $1 is going towards the this. ABC. Yes. Yeah. The first guy who won, mm-hmm. oh my God, stood on stage and said, I wasn't going to be able to afford to give my daughter Christmas. Wow. So now I can buy Christmas. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, and that's going to make me cry. I, I, Bert sent me the video the first time and I was like, oh my God. And the audience is crying and oh, he's I'm crying. sure. That's amazing. Or like your $5. Yeah. You, which is nothing. nothing. A cup of coffee. You, you changed yeah. his and his daughter's life. Yeah. And you changed his hope for humanity. humanity. You know, it's amazing. Totally. That is amazing. I it love is. that idea. And it was because I was a waitress. Bert was like, yeah. these women are just busting their asses. They are. That's what you did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah. Totally. I know. Yeah. Comics are such special people. They always say they write, produce, act, edit, direct, everything that's on stage. Yeah. And they get paid the least of anybody in Hollywood. It's true. People talk about how writers get shit on. Yep. I think comics get it way worse. Oh, 100%. We know. Yeah. I know what writers are making. Yes. <laughs> I do too. And even though you take a writer project from a writer and yeah. it's gone sometimes. Yeah, totally. And the credit's yeah. not given to them. Yeah. They still get paid. And, and writing is very hard work too. It's very I, hard. You know, um, but definitely I think the comics get the... Short end of the stick, that's for sure. For sure. You know, unless you're one of the lucky ones. Yep. You know? One of the lucky ones. One of the lucky ones. We have a lucky one. Yep. Yes, we do. What's the hardest part about being married to a touring comic? Hmm. Well, um, I mean, most comics, as you kind of touched on earlier, definitely have a dark side, Mm -hmm. you know? And I don't know if if people realize that, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, my husband definitely can be moody, you know? Um, if, if something isn't going his way, you know, work wise, he can be really hard on himself and down about it, you know, those kinds of things. Um, that would probably be the hardest part I would say just, but I'm also, that's what I do for a living Mm -hmm. and I'm very nurturing by nature. So I'm, I'm okay with like taking care of somebody when they're feeling down, yeah. you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah. yeah, it doesn't mean it doesn't work. It, just it doesn't mean it doesn't that's work. That's the hardest part. But that is probably the hard. I mean, you know, if I had, I sometimes I'll go like, oh, I wonder what it'd be like to be married to somebody that's like a businessman that just, they have, they have their shit together. You know what I mean? And then I go, oh my God, I'd be bored out of my mind. Ah! <laughs> I swear to God, you are my freaking doppelganger. Okay, you ready for this? I am... 20 okay. and I am crying to mm-hmm. my dad again mm-hmm. I've, I'm saying I saw these stories about me being emotional I'm hardly ever emotional yeah crying to my dad all my girlfriends are getting married they're all engaged mm-hmm. I don't understand no one ever even asked me out uh-huh. I don't know why I'm cute I'm smart I'm mm-hmm. fun I'm funny what's the problem what's wrong with me and my dad goes Oh, honey, you're not going to marry a regular person. Yeah, he did. He did. He knew. He said, you'd be so bored with those boys that are getting engaged right yeah. now. You're not going to get married till you're 30, and he's not going to be regular. <laughs> 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 and I was like, what is that supposed I to 
married. I was 20. Like, I love it. What does that mean? I He's like, it. you just seen too much of the world. You're not gonna, you're not gonna be okay with yeah. just a regular Real guy. guy. Yeah. I don't know what he's gonna do, but yeah. he's not gonna be, be regular. regular. Yeah. And I'll be damned. I love that he knew that about you though. He did. You know? He knew it and he was right. Yeah. I definitely did not marry a regular person. And I say constantly, when I'm when I'm complaining to my friend who has the husband that's the movie producer, yeah. who is not a comic, but very similar yeah. in some of the quirks and eccentricities, yep. right? Well, we have, it's creative people. Not a regular yeah. person. <laughs> She's not married to a regular person either. And we we can really break it down to the bone and yeah. know that this doesn't mean we don't love our husband. Just in this moment, right. this is really challenging right. and really upsetting. Yeah. And she or I will be complaining to the other and we'll always go, but, you know, we'd be bored with that nine to five. Yeah. Yes, totally. We'd totally. Mind. 100%. Totally bored. I would be in all kinds of trouble. <laughs> That's what I say. I say the same thing. I'd be in so much trouble. So much trouble. I'd be getting in all kind of trouble. So I got in all kind of trouble in a small town. Yeah. You know? yeah. Not enough to do. Yeah. No, me too. Not enough stimulation. Not enough challenge. Not enough no. thought. Yeah, not enough it. excitement. Yeah, no. for sure. So is that the hardest part of being a manager? Is is the same thing as managing when someone's upset or, or their moods or emotions? Or what's the hardest part um, about that? Yeah, I mean, you know, I feel kind of jaded. Well, it's also probably like a protective thing. Like, I don't get excited about anything yeah. work-wise until it is done. Yes. Right. Because that's just the world we live in. Yeah, it is. You know? Uh-huh. Um, but I, I don't like giving bad news to people. Mm. You know? That's when... Yeah. But 90% of the time, that's right? just the world we live in, you know? Yeah. You sell a project, great, you're excited. But most of the time, that's not going anywhere. That's yeah. just how it is. Totally. You know? So that, that I don't love. Right. Just because it's much more fun to give them good news. Totally. You know? Yeah. Um, That's hard. And... Occasionally, I will feel like I'll have moments where I go, oh, my God, I just take care of everybody and I don't take care of myself, mm-hmm. you know, and then I'll have to have like a little check in. Like, mm-hmm. I think just because of my personality, I have to like really make sure that I do stuff for myself mm-hmm. because by the nature of my job and the nature of who I am, mm-hmm. the caretaker, you know, I'm taking care of my son and I take care of my husband and then I take care of my, you know, 15 clients and my mom and whatever else, you know? Yes. So sometimes I just have to really make sure that I'm doing something for me too. Mm-hmm. And my doctor always reminds me of that too. Why does your doctor remind you? Just, you know, whenever just we talk, she's like, yeah, yeah, you know, she's like, you right. have to like do something for yourself. It's the hardest thing, isn't it? It is. Does, now for me, mm-hmm. Taking care of myself doesn't occur to me. Mm-hmm. Like I have to consciously think. Me too. Okay. And I had to train myself to do that because I didn't naturally do it's that. It's not natural, right? Yeah. My natural is other focused. Yep. And so. Yeah. And we're both so busy too mm-hmm. that you just kind of, you start, oh, sorry. You start going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then yeah. You don't even, you're not thinking one way or the other. That's you're right. just going That's and getting right. everything done that needs yes. to be done. You know? Totally. Yeah. But in the last, you know, few years, I've tried to be more conscious of that. Yeah. Yeah. What like, do you do to take care of yourself? Because I, well, I, I could do some suggestions. Okay. Well, I started, so I grew up at playing tennis uh-huh. and then I didn't play for 30 years. And then when COVID started, I started playing tennis again because it's the only thing I could do and it was outside. So that has become a big thing for That's me. Awesome. And it's great 
because it's healthy and I love it. I can't believe that I didn't do it for so long. Yeah. Like, why did I stop doing this? But you know, it was partying and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got busy. Like getting up. We got busy being 20. Exercising. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. <laughs> um, that, and then I try to um, get a massage once a month too. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do some but sometimes I skip. Too, you do. You know, but I, I try, I'm trying to make sure that I do something like that. What would you suggest though? I love, I'm happy to hear any suggestions. Well, I do two things that are immovable. Okay. One is I'm in therapy once a week. Yep. And uh, the other is I work out three days a week with my friend, with a trainer. Love it. And we have to commute to his gym. Oh. So we have half hour in the car. Yep. Then an chat. hour workout, and then a and half you drive hour together. Home, and we drive together. We That's carpool. a good idea. So I, I, well, I drive. Let's be honest. Really, Sandy's not driving anywhere. No, I drive. Why do you drive? Why um, don't you share it? Uh, is she a shitty driver? <laughs> I don't want to be racist or stereotypical, but she's Chinese. <laughs> And let's just say many times she's pulled out of my driveway and turned the wrong direction oh, to go to her house. Oh, my goodness. I'm not even joking. Amazing. When I've been in the car with okay. her, I go, where are you going? A home. And I go, honey, other way. <laughs> that's the other way. She is like, what that stereotype is based on oh, that's is too funny. how she drives. That's she's, really funny. And she drives 45 miles an hour yeah. on, on the 101 uh, yeah. in the slow lane. That would drive like, me crazy. Just give me the wheel. Yeah. So I don't even ask her to drive yeah, yeah, anymore. Yeah. I just go, how about I pick you up? Yeah. How about I pick you up? Because yeah. letting her drive makes me bananas. Bananas. Yeah. Bananas. But then we get to, we, it's, we get, it's an hour and a, well, it's like three hours a week we get to spend together. Well, mm -hmm. it's actually six hours a week because an hour working out yep. and then an hour a day in the car. Car. Yeah. So that's a lot. And it is really hard for me to find that time yep. it is so difficult yep. but i make those four things a week happen, happen. and man is and really doing it hard. with a friend is a really good idea because you you're not gonna flake That's you know right. what i mean we don't flake on yeah. each other ever and if it were by myself if, i would have quit long me time too ago. yeah so the friend thing that. is a good idea it was and you know yeah. i got to an age where i was um I guess I've been working out, with, working out with him for about three years. Mm -hmm. And I was like <laughs> having trouble getting up from the dryer. You know, oh, when you yeah. squat down and I was like, oh, I got to get all um, under myself to get up. And I'd have to start pulling myself up off the yep. floor. And I went, if I'm doing this at 49, yep. what am I going to be doing at 69? I think about that all the time. So that's Man. why I started working out with a trainer. Yeah. Because I thought I already worked out. I know, but you need that strength, right? Yeah. And I'm assuming you do a lot of strength training. All that's all we it do. Is. We do yeah. 10 minutes of cardio yeah. and 50 minutes of strength training. Strength yeah. and balance. Where is his studio? He's in Chatsworth. Oh, okay. Um, he's in Chatsworth. He's okay. far. Um, well, my son goes to school out there. I might want to get his info from okay. you if he's taking on any more clients. He's amazing. Because I need, it's, I was down on the floor the other day cleaning up something. And went, oh, good Lord, I don't know if I can get up. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I did that too. And at a point I was like, okay, I'm not going to accept this. Myself. I had to crawl over to the bed. <laughs> so I had something to grab onto to get up. I 100% relate. 100%. That's why I thought, okay, doing it myself is no longer working. Yeah. At a certain age, yeah. I felt I needed 
somebody who knew what they were doing, doing to yeah. tell me. Well, and especially for me, I don't know about you, but like with the weights and stuff, I don't know what to I'm do. Lost. And yeah, and I don't want to hurt myself either. So I definitely would want somebody yeah. to give me direction. Yes. Yeah. And by the time you're this age, you hurt yourself like that. Yeah. And it takes you six months to recover from yeah. it. And we're not even old. No. I mean, I know. I'm not old. I know. So I can only imagine if yeah. you don't address it yeah. now, yeah. what it's going to look like in 20 years, years when you're starting to get old, yeah. when you're 72. Yeah. And you're totally, like, you know, that's when everything starts, starts just to, yeah, going go. away. Yeah. So. I've been thinking about that um, and, and doing yoga once a week too. I've been thinking just because for flexibility, yeah. I feel like I, that's something I need to add to my schedule. Yoga's even so just awesome. once a week. Yeah. Once a week. You know? That's the thing. Yeah. You just add a little bit. Like, I want to be able, when I'm 70, to tie my shoes. Yeah. You know me what too. I mean? Yeah, me too. Like, that's, and lots of people at that age can't. Oh, I know. But I don't want to be one of those. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you I know? know? My dad is so healthy. Yeah. But my, my father-in-law does no, no longer takes his own socks off. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, yeah. I, I, I will never be that. Yeah. I mean, I would have to. Yeah. Shit would have to be seriously sideways yeah. for me to have. But it happens, you know, my mom just turned 84 and she's got more energy than me yeah but things they sneak up on they you, sneak they? up on you they do you know they sneak up on you yeah. and then all of a sudden i listen my father-in-law was super healthy ran yep. marathons yeah really great shape and i think it just snuck up on him too yeah it's not like he's some lazy guy sitting yeah. in the corner eating you know yeah potato chips, chips he's right. not he's just aged yeah without Working, working out at it to support. And that's what I was aging. just going to say. Like, I feel like if my mom did do some weight training mm-hmm. and some stretching mm-hmm. at the very least, I feel like that would have really gone a long way for her. Yeah. You know, maybe I'm wrong. I don't think so. Yeah. You know what my trainer, my dad decided, oh, my dad is 75 this year. He'll mm-hmm. be 75. And he decided probably about five or six years ago that every day he would do 25 push ups, 25 sit ups. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and he has this like contraption where he pulls down on a, like a pulley system. Yep. So a little bit of up, all upper body though. Yeah. I was telling my trainer, I was bragging on my dad. And my dad was like, and my trainer was like, but you know, all balance comes really from like the waist down. So if he's not doing squats oh. and when you start to fall, mm-hmm. that balance piece is so important at mm-hmm. his age. Tell him to start doing 25 squats mm-hmm. and tell him to start balancing on one foot <gasps> for like a count of 10. And wow. then the other foot, a count of 10. He said, you don't even have to pick the foot up high. Right. Just, barely. just a little bit. Just count of 10, count of 10, count of 10. I'm going to do that. Count of 10. You should. Yeah. So I tell my dad that. <laughs> and my dad starts doing the squats. And my dad starts balancing. And he went, I could not believe how hard it was for me to balance on my I foot. bet, though. I'm thinking about it right now. Right? And I'm curious. I'm going to go home and try it. Yeah, how right? long I could even do it. Right? <laughs> but my dad was like, within three days, yeah. I was doing Count of 20, count wow. of 20, count of 30, count of 30. But he was like, if you don't practice, exactly. your body like kind of forgets. Yeah. You got to build up. Yeah. Yeah. But how simple is that? Anybody so at any age. But it all makes sense. Like you, if you don't use it, you lose it. Right. Totally. You know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. it's, it, you know. Makes it, sense. Yeah. It makes sense. It makes sense. Well, I'm glad that you do that. And that's such a good idea that you do it with your girlfriend. I do. I do yeah. it with my girlfriend. And we just... Have a blast on you that do. drive. We have so much fun on that commute. And then yeah. we have a good time working out. But the commute really, it's like lunch. Bonding. Yeah. yeah. It's like you go to lunch. Instead of going to lunch, you drive yeah. to and from working out and you work out. Yeah. And it's better for you than lunch anyway because totally. I probably eat terribly anyway. Totally. Yeah. Um, I love that. 
So that's what I do. And when I put it on paper like that, it sounds like I do a lot of self-care, but it doesn't feel that way. I think Well, really, it's days. only four hours a week, right? Well, no, it's, it's, is it two, four, okay. six for six, working out okay. and, and then, then an hour seven. of therapy. So, so seven. seven, but really when you, you know, that's a lot, we have a lot of hours in seven days a week. <laughs> And that seven truth. hours is nothing. You probably do work. Do you work seven days a week? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I'm always working. Yeah, yeah. That's just how it is. Could you imagine doing you know? anything else? No, I mean I could if I had to, but like I, I I think I said it before. I'm so grateful that I wake up and I enjoy what I do because lots of my friends don't like oh, people so people I grew up with and stuff. You yeah. know, yeah, they don't love their jobs. No, and I do. Yeah, I'm never bored. Ever. That's awesome. And I mean it. I'm not just saying that. Never bored. Could because you, it's something different constantly. Uh, it Depends never, on what's yeah. going on with everybody. Totally. You know? What's the favorite thing you've ever accomplished? What's sort of the one? Do you have one thing where you're like, yes? Well, I mean, for me, because what I do and, and how I was uh, trained as a, as a manager, I mean, I sign most of my clients when they don't have anything going on. Yeah. And it is so rewarding. That I have clients now that have careers, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, it's super rewarding. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And that we've been together through the whole thing. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm sure you feel that, you know, it's like with your husband. Yeah, yeah. You were there through the whole process. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome. You yeah. know? It's amazing. It's amazing. And I, I love that. I love that. So do you get to watch Brian perform much? You know what? I don't, yeah. actually. I was just telling him, I go, I need to come see you. Also, he doesn't go up a lot in town because when he's home, he wants to be home. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When he's out touring. Um, but he runs stuff by me, you know? He does. Yeah. 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 Not everything, but he he runs stuff by me. Yeah. Often. So you know what, what so he's I know talking about. What he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Do you see Bert all the time? Not all the time. No. no. Um, I don't. He runs stuff by me, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I usually don't get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I usually go, huh? Because <laughs> then I'll be like, "There's something there." Yeah, right. you know? I do too. <laughs> I either get it or I don't get it yeah. at all, yeah. and he gets a little frustrated with me uh, when I don't does. get it. Yeah. But um, I start watching. Our process is really interesting together. I guess he wants me to see when he's just starting a new hour, just in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I usually will catch him somewhere. Yeah. I'll either go meet him on the road yeah. or catch him somewhere pretty local. And then as he starts working toward recording an hour, mm-hmm. I go with him like a month out and mm-hmm. see several shows. Mm-hmm. And then we talk through. I seem to be really good at um at trimming fat. Yeah. Um, I'm a very good fat trimmer. Yeah. Um, so... I start helping him trim some fat. fat. Yeah. You know, if he says fuck three times in one joke. Right. Uh, let's, yeah. Pull it back. How about one time? Yeah. And put a word. Yeah. In there <laughs> that means something. Yeah. Besides fuck. It's lazy. Yeah. Lazy writing. Yeah. So I'm good at that uh-huh. too. Because you know, he gets in the rhythm. And yeah. Energy. Yeah. I don't know. I just seem to see it from a not live perspective. I right. I seem to see it in my brain from a television. Like I'm watching this right. on a screen perspective. Right. I do that too. You do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, super. I think it's a very specific skill. Yeah, to be able to see someone's live act and I, say, I don't even know where it like. comes from. Do you think it's just because we've been around it so much? Possibly. I yeah. wonder if it's because the only way I experienced comedy growing up was on the television. Yeah, well, me too. I didn't have any. Yeah. I my club. first live comedy show was George Carlin, actually. But mm-hmm. I was, 
I think I was 19 or 20 mm-hmm. when I went to see him. Mine was J.J. Walker. It was? That's a good one, My too. mother took me to the Funny Bone in downtown uh-huh. Atlanta, and she talked the club owner into letting me in really? because I wasn't supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom never did anything before or after that with comics with me at all. I have no idea why That's she really decided to take me to see J.J. Walker at the Funny Bone in Atlanta. Amazing. But, um, yeah, I found, like— Did you love it? Do you I remember did. loving it? Yeah. Yes. I remember being like, this is amazing. <laughs> but I had been watching comedy on television right. with my dad for years. Right. At that point, I was probably 11 or 12, yeah. something like that. When yeah. She took me 13, somewhere. Wow. Um, but yeah, I wonder, but uh, it is a really specific kind of ear or eye mm-hmm. to be able to watch a live act and go mm-hmm. move these I'm things I'm visual around. too, though. I'm like a, that's how I like, when I remember something, I see it. So that's why it probably mm. the list thing too, you know, it's the writing because I'll see. That's right. You know what I maybe mean? So, so it yeah. might be like a visual learning it, thing. It that, may you be. Know. You may be right. Yeah. I don't know. So I do that. And then I've been with them for every special taping. I'm always yeah. there. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, giving him notes. He we, he tends to tape four shows so it can all mm-hmm. be kind of cut together. Yep. So we'll talk about it after every show. But then after that, I don't travel again until he's got another hour kind of Come, coming up, cooking, yeah, up and running. I love that you're so involved. I bet he really appreciates that. Um, I think he does. Yeah, he seems to. Yeah, I am really involved. Actually, um, I really enjoy being involved mm-hmm. um, in creativity. Right. And it doesn't need to be mine. Right. Like, I don't need any credit. I don't need. No. That's why I feel like it's the perfect job for me because Mm -hmm. I get to have, like, be involved in that creative part of it, Mm -hmm. but not be the center of attention because I don't really want to be the center of attention. Same. That's why I didn't want to really be an actress. Yeah. I like the creative part of it, of the figuring out why would this person say what they're saying at this moment to this person and Mm -hmm. why. I loved all that. that. Mm -hmm. Just don't make me do it (laughs) in front of people. (laughs) So I'll just love why let you do it yeah (laughs) so i guess it's the same thing with this yeah yeah that's probably why we're good at being the wives right (laughs) right i'm totally fine with it me too center of attention behind the scenes bring it on i'll I'll take all the quirks totally as isla calls them the perks of dad yeah it's the perks of dad these behind the scene things do you think either of your girls will want to work in entertainment nope no nope not in front of the camera no yeah um, act, Isla actually is a really good actress. She acted like in just school plays yeah. and stuff. And her her acting coach, her teacher, drama, mm-hmm. whatever, yep. would always go, she is amazing. Wow. She's so naturally talented. Yeah. But, you know, she's dyslexic. She struggles yeah. with learning lines. Yeah. And at that level, everybody wants you to say every word of everything. Right. You know, when you're exact. saying the Wizard of yeah. Oz, you have to say exactly right. what the wizard said. Right. And she just can't really do that. Yeah. That, well, she can, but it's very hard. Right. So it was too hard. Yeah. So if she had been in a place where she could just be like, and the wizard said, right. you know, let her improvise a little her, bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think she would have been great. Right. But, um, you know, sometimes she talks about taking acting classes again, but Georgia definitely has no interest. No, no. I wouldn't be surprised if Georgia didn't end up podcasting or something. Oh. She's a really smart, insightful. Georgia's um, the older one. Mm-hmm. Where is she? In, is she away at school? She's at school. Yeah. Where is she? I'm not going to tell oh, you. Oh, you can't say it. Okay. I'll tell you off this. Visit it out. State. Yeah, it's yeah, out of state. I, I love that I'm whispering. <laughs> <laughs> it's out of state. 
Yes, it is out of the state of California. There are 49 possibilities. There are? Yes, but it is not this state. Yeah, she's out of state. I'll okay. tell you later. Okay, but yeah, yeah, she yeah. doesn't want anybody to no, know. I understand. And we've been very, very good at not, yeah. or at trying at yeah. least, trying not to I could see that. my son um, being the same way. Well, you know what's yeah. hard is that at that age, they want, autonomy yeah absolutely it's not that she doesn't want to be her dad's daughter yeah she wants to be her own person yeah and i think because he talks about them so much yep. in his act that there's less of an opportunity for her to be her own, own person. person i totally get that and you know kids are stupid as mm-hmm. soon as she moved into the dorm, mm-hmm. word got out where uh, she was, yeah. and random kids were showing up. Oh, that's such it, a bummer. It's a bummer, and it made it hard for her to see who, like, from what I understand, and I may not understand it entirely, mm-hmm. but from what I understand, she's only made friends with people who don't know who her dad is. Oh, interesting. So she's limited her possibilities of, of friends. Friend groups, yeah. Because mm-hmm. she's like, she doesn't want to deal with it. She doesn't want to deal with it. She yeah. just wants to be her own person. And mm-hmm. I'm super understand and respect that. Mm-hmm. Um, she's concerned that I was going to have a harder time because he's talked about Isla in a little more in depth. And, mm-hmm. and Isla has, Isla's a quirky kid, a mm-hmm. funny, quirky kid. And he's talked about her a lot more. Right. So she seems to be a bit more known oh. than Georgia is. Mm-hmm. Georgia's real concerned. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's been. Does a- Isla care? Yes, she does. She does. She has the same mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. Only friends with people who don't know who her dad is. Yeah. Always suspicious of anybody who asks about her dad mm, before they ask about her. Yeah. Uh, always suspicious of what's your what's your agenda. Right. Of everybody. Isn't it a bummer? It is a bummer. You know what's really interesting? She's in a great school. We love the high school she's mm-hmm. in. It's really sweet. Everyone there is just regular folks, mm-hmm. nice, normal, mm-hmm. awesome people. And the other day I said, you know, She's a junior. We're not changing schools. Right. I just asked the question out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. I said, do you sometimes wish you'd gone to school where other famous people's kids were? And mm-hmm. she went, yeah. And um, I was really because surprised. Because then that would be more normal. Well, then, no, she said because then less focus would be on her. On her, yeah. Focus would be on, you know, right. Tom Cruise's daughter. Right, or whoever, that. yeah. The, this big star's daughter yeah. instead of, you know. Yeah, and where we live, that could very well be. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right down the street. There's yeah. two schools like five minutes from me yeah. that are full of famous people's yeah. kids. Yeah. And I thought she wouldn't want to be in that environment. Right. She chose her high school. It wasn't yeah. like I went, you'll be going here. Yep. She toured high schools and she yep. chose it. Yep. But it was an interesting question and I hadn't really thought about, about it like it. that. And I yeah. felt really bad. Mm-hmm. I feel really like, oh, that was a misstep on my part. part. Yeah. I should have thought and had that conversation. Know, but, but isn't it hard? Think. I just didn't think. I know. I didn't think like that. Yeah. I thought it would be great to go in a sweet place. Right. And she chose it. Right. And so I didn't go, well, let me let me think about right. this a different way. Right. And now if I had it to do over, I think I but would But nothing's have. perfect, right? That's true. You know? True. And I do feel like we end up where we're supposed to. That's also you know? true. I believe that too. Yeah. I believe that too. So anyway, I don't know. Uh, I think it's different to being a girl. I think your son will have a little bit of an easier time. Yeah. You know, Georgia walked into a party once and overheard this boy say, literally, where's Georgia Chrysler? I'm going to fuck the famous out of her. Ew. And she heard him. Ew. And she was disgusting. really freaked out and left the party. Understandable. Um, 
So Ugh. I don't know that a girl would say that about a boy, boy. and it wouldn't be threatening. I don't think so. <laughs> she yeah. did. He would be like, oh, I'm so scared no, of you. I mean, that just made me like <laughs> sick to my stomach. It made yeah. me so angry. Yeah. I told Bert about it and he was like, we need to find out who that kid is and like publicly shame him. Yeah. And obviously we're not going to do yeah, that. Yeah, I know. But it's just, also it's just, mm, I don't know. What, what made, made him think that that's an okay thing to say, but whatever. I'm sure he was trying to be cool. I'm sure he didn't really mean it. Yeah. He was talking shit to a bunch of boys, which is what boys do. Do. I get that. Yeah. In the world of hashtag me too, I understand that boys talk trash. It's locker room talk. Right. And locker room talk nine times out of 10 goes nowhere. It's BS. Yeah. It's just stupid. Yeah. But it's unfortunate that she heard Heard it. it. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that it's in the world. Yeah. But for sure, doubly unfortunate that she heard it. And now she's like, well, I'm never going to that house. Does again, she you know? date? Is she old enough to date yet? She is old enough to date and she does date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's. But, you know, is that weird? Uh, Yeah, it is, is it weird, weird for Bert. Yeah, yeah, it is weird. I mean, it's weird because you <laughs> she's still my little girl. Yeah. And even though I know that this is the next step. Right. And I'm happy for her to be here. Right. It is. It's weird, though, not in the way I thought it would be weird. Mm-hmm. It's only weird in that I, I think in in the direction she's going mm-hmm. is not the direction I would have predicted. Oh, interesting. So You I, mean with her type? Yeah, with her type. Oh, okay. Where I go, oh, wow, I would have pegged you for something entirely different. Oh, is that funny? Yeah, so that makes me feel like I don't know her. Right. It makes me feel off balance right. in my connection with her. But maybe her. she's still figuring that oh, out, Oh, she's too. 100%. You know? Yeah. Listen, some of the people I dated, I'm sure my dad was like, what the hell are you doing? Oh, my gosh. You know? Yeah. So yeah. I get it, yeah. but still I go... I don't know who she is. Yeah. Who is this person? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I've lost touch. I've yeah. lost touch. And that's, yeah. I know in reality. I know that's, in my brain that's right, what's right, going right. on. But your emotion, yeah. Yeah. But I go, oh my God, I'm losing her. Um, yeah, this transition to college has been, um, it's been interesting. I expected when she first left, I was not very uh, emotional about it. Mm-hmm. I thought, this is awesome. I'm so happy for her. Yeah, it's this exciting. She's yeah. so happy there. Mm-hmm. She loves it. Mm-hmm. She's really figuring things out. And then when she went back after Christmas, I've been kind of a little bit of a mess. Oh, you have? I have. Yeah. And I didn't expect that. Yeah. Um, I think that we were all just so excited with the beginning mm-hmm. that now that we've had Christmas break. And it's really set in. It's real. Yeah. Like, I don't know when I'm going to see her again. Yeah. I may not see her till summer. Yeah. And so. Oh, see, I'm dreading it. I mean, I know I still have several years, but I'm dreading it. Yeah. I think you just, you won't need to prepare for it. I think like some people, because you have this busy full life. Yeah. That, has, that doesn't have much to do with yeah. him. And I do too. Yeah. And I think that's why in the beginning it was a lot easier. Yeah. Um, But this time I've I've hit this kind of like. A, a missing her that's really different than it was yeah. before. So, yeah, I don't know. I always tell my husband, I go, when he goes away to college, if that's what he does, um, I hope he does, but you know, yep. who knows? Um, I'm going to get a little dog and a stroller and be one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to have a wardrobe. <laughs> I love it. 
<laughs> it's a good plan. I love this plan, Melody. It'll good be plan. a good distraction. It's perfect. <laughs> a little fur perfect. baby. A perfect plan. Unfortunately, I have six fur babies already. Oh, I have so. two, but oh, I'm going to get a little one. Oh, what do you have? I have a, we have a big Bernese mountain dog. Oh, they're the best. Named Mavis. She's amazing. I call her the mistress because oh, yeah. she loves my husband. Oh. Um, and then somebody was giving away a King Charles Cavalier at, oh. where I get my hair done. Yeah. And I said, well, let me just take her and see if she gets along with my dog. You know? Yeah. And on my way home, I stopped and got her a collar with my name and phone number on it. <laughs> I brought her home and my husband goes, you got her a collar with a tag? And I go, well, what if she gets out or something over the weekend? We're just going to see. He goes, we're keeping this dog. Oh, that's hysterical. Oh, I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. I love, I'm like a crazy dog person. I love them so much. Are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dogs are the best. They're the best. They are so great. We have three dogs and three cats. You do. We do. We used to have three three cats too. You did? Yeah, but they've all passed. And now I'm like, I don't miss the litter box. Yeah. You know, but I love my kitties. So funny. I would choose a cat over a dog any day. You would? Yeah, well, I was always I that way. And now I'm like a crazy dog person. No, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't converted. I no. love my dogs. Yeah. But if you ask me, which would you prefer? It's a cat. What do you have? Tell me all of them. Well, I have a calico. You do. She's in the yard. She okay. just showed up one day and never left. Stayed. Just mm-hmm. stayed. Isla has uh, an emotional support cat. She does. Isla has some serious (laughs) sleep anxiety. And the therapist was like, let's try some medication. I was like, let's try something else first. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, you could get her a pet for her room. Mm -hmm. And I was like, she has a huge room. It's like my studio apartment in New York. Amazing. Cat. So she has a cat named Frankie. She is a um, black and gray uh, tabby. Oh, cute. And then we have an orange with white socks. Aww. Gus, he's 16. He's Aww. the old man. Aww. And then we have Mona, who mm-hmm. is a terrier mix. She's about 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. Much like your story, I was, quote, fostering her. <laughs> and then Bert had a fit and was like, wow, this is a shit dog. This is a rat dog. Nobody wants this dog. And by the end of the weekend, he was like, clearly we're keeping the dog. dog yeah. <laughs> and then we have two bull mastiffs. Aww. And they're awesome. Oh, they're amazing. What are their names? Izzy and Mac. Oh, that's uh, good. Izzy is a brindle uh-huh. and Mac is red um, and Mac is not a real dog. I no. think he might be a cartoon. Really? Yeah. What does he do? He's just not real. He's just his head uh-huh. and his feet. Gigantic. And he just How does. How much does he weigh? 158 Oh, pounds. he's big boy. He's big. Yeah. He's big. Yeah. And Izzy's beautiful and really fun and really sweet. And Mac is just like a cartoon character. I love him. Mac is Bert in really? dog form. Yeah. Oh, that's really in funny. In dog form. Suspicious of new people. Uh-huh. What's your agenda? Uh-huh. And then needs someone to be touching him at all times. If wow! Possible. If he, if you are in the room with that dog, you have, you have to, to pay attention to him. him. That's really funny. So he's Bert. In a That's dog really funny. Big head. Big- <laughs> Same with Bert. <laughs> Big head, big feet, big boy. Yeah, that's too funny. Anyway, which one rules the roost? Uh, that's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Mac is the lowest on the totem pole. Okay. Mona used to rule the roost, Mm -hmm. but Mona is kind of really old. She's Mm -hmm. 16. She's deaf. She's blind in one eye. Oh, yeah. Um, So they definitely respect her. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that she rules the roost anymore. Mm -hmm. I think Izzy does. Oh, okay. Um, And the cats don't interact with each other. They don't. But Gus interacts with the dogs. 
And yeah, I had cool. a cat, Lulu, uh, and she was that way. Like, she could lay on top of our dogs and yeah. sleep on top of them. I think she thought she was a dog. Yeah. I and think, she would yeah. come when uh, you called her. Gus is and she was at your feet constantly yeah, yeah. like Gus, a dog. Yeah, Gus yeah. would play fetch. Yeah. I would throw a binder clip across the room and he'd bring it back, back. to me and drop it. And Whoa, then throw it for that's hours amazing. and hours. He used to do that. That's super cool. So I think he's kind of a dog, too. Yeah. But Frankie lives in Isla's room, mm-hmm. and Frankie's super happy for anyone. Does concern. Frankie ever come out? She does. Oh, okay. Yeah, we we let her out and let her roam around. Yeah. We make sure everybody's in their own territory. Yeah, and let her roam around so but, she doesn't get freaked out. Yeah, yeah, and she's fine. Yeah, she's super and do you keep them in the house? The cats. Uh, Gus is indoor outdoor. Okay. Frankie stays in the house, yep. and then Shirley is the yard cat. Okay. Shirley just showed up. Um, do you ever get coyotes down here? We do. Yeah. I put Shirley in the garage every night. Oh, okay. Yeah, she she yeah. yeah she lives in the garage. Yeah, but yeah. she's roamed like you probably saw her or you will see her on the way out. She's a okay. white calico. She's so sweet. Oh, I'll have to say hi. I know. <laughs> any big any big thing that you want to achieve that you haven't yet? Hmm. Ooh, that's a good question. Do you Ooh. want someone in a superhero movie? Is there anything that's like pie in the sky you haven't gotten yet? Well. I mean, I would love, you know, I've had so many shows in development over the years and nothing that has stuck. Mm. I mean, that's the dream. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great on a It'd lot of levels. be great for like multiple people for yes. that to happen. Yes. <laughs> you know? Isn't that so frustrating? It is. It's so frustrating. But it is part of it. The- and they put so much work and heart and soul. And a lot of the time it's based on their lives and, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. But yeah. Again, I have that protective mechanism. You know, I just don't get too excited and until it's right. done. <laughs> is it protective or is it wise? I think it's wise. It's wise. Yeah. 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 I mean, when I was a young man, like I remember, um, have you ever gone to the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival in no. Montreal? Okay. So I, I had a client and I was, it's like my first year of managing and he was going up as a new face and he got up there and he just bombed. Oh. And I'm in the back of the theater bawling (laughs) for him yeah you know and I was just like I can't I've got to have like a thicker skin yeah like I remember having that talk with myself after that you know like you just you can't how heartbreaking heartbreaking you know heartbreaking yeah oh god bless yeah because anybody listening that's a big deal it's a big deal especially when you're young yes like that's a lot of the time their big break like they get an agent out of it Used to people got deals, yep. you know, development deals with big networks, at, you know, and stuff like that. So it was a big deal. Yeah. Because all the industry goes to that. Yeah. So you're in one place. It's like a And people are wanting almost. to like make, you know, yes. do it. Moving and shaking, you it's know. It's a really important moment. Really important moment. And it did not go well. <laughs> did that person recover and do well? Yes. Okay, good. Yes. And then they do a couple sets. And I, the second set later, you know, a couple days later ended up being much better. But I just, I was balling. Yeah. For him. Yeah. Poor you know, guy. I know. Aww. I know. I know. Well, so, you know, a little thick skin. It's good for you. Goes a long way. It does it? go a long way. It, goes a long it does way. go a long way. It does to be married to a comic too. have yeah. a little bit of a thick skin. Well, and we know, you know, I know all their emotions and what they're going through. And I think that is helpful. It is helpful. Know? It is helpful. Now, what do you think? The most important thing, I think you've already answered this question, but I'm going to ask it again anyway. What do you think is not just to be married to Brian, Mm -hmm. but for a woman to be married to a comic, what do you think they have to have innately? 
Well, I think, um, one, I think we have to have a bit of a thick skin too. You know, I've never put stipulations on what Brian could talk about. Uh-huh. Fortunately, I feel like he's always been very respectful mm-hmm. of our relationship. And I mean, he talks about me a lot in his act. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't, there's eh, years ago, there was one thing where I'd literally sweat when he would say it <laughs> on stage because it was um, so offensive but <laughs> and not true. And I'm like, people are going to think this is true. Right, right. <laughs> I've had experiences like that too. Literally, even now I like get warm. <laughs> <you know? laughs> but I would never want to stifle him and make him feel like he can't talk about things if he thinks they're funny. And I know a lot of people that would probably have issues with that. And I, yeah. you may disagree with me. No, also, I don't. No, you know? no, I have one rule. I have two rules. Mm-hmm. If you're going to talk about me, it has to be funny. Mm-hmm. Well, and I can't look like a horrible person, person. or yeah. a bitch or yeah. an asshole. Yeah. Unless you're saying that and it's funny. funny. You exactly. can't make me really look like yeah. that because I'm not. Yeah. But he, would he do that though? Uh, he had a joke once where really? I was like, I don't like, the woman you're talking about. Right. And the woman you're talking about is me. Right. So the character of me right. on the stage in this story, I don't like. like. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, your wife. Right. Don't like that. Right. So that was a long, long time, time ago. ago. Yeah. So, and then he just made slight, just a slight adjustment in, in right. like the words he was using and it changed everything. So simple, right? So uh, yeah, I yeah. don't have any problem with him talking about anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, same thing. Yeah. I, I just can't, I just don't want to be misrepresented to the point where I'm not who I actually am. I am. Yeah. I mean, he has a joke where he calls me Kunto. Yeah. Because of how I deal with the gardener. Right. Which is not true. I don't ever deal with anybody like that. But right. the way he wrote it is so, so funny. funny. Yeah. That I yeah. go, well, you have to keep and, that. And, you know, and I say that too. And like I said, I feel like I've been very fortunate because, you know, Brian has never done anything. I may feel different if he did something that really, you know, <laughs> right. pissed me right. off and made me look like a horrible person. Right. Right. <laughs> I think when you're married to a comic, I think you have to be really patient mm-hmm. because they process the world differently than other people, mm-hmm. which is what makes them a comic. Mm-hmm. So to expect them to process the world like everybody else is unrealistic is unrealistic and you know that unrealistic expectation leads to unhappiness yeah so the to be able to if you're falling in love with the comic to be able to see them as who they are yes and love that totally agree with you and i say that all the time you know because like i said before brian and i are very different people yeah you know yeah like and i think you touched on this too. I'm very neat and tidy and he's a total slob. And, but I may, I I had a conversation with myself when we decided to move in together. Like, this is what you're getting and this is who he is and that ain't going to change. Yeah. So, and just because you're this way doesn't mean that it's the right way for everybody. Yes. You know, so I really, I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes it drives me fucking crazy right. when I'm picking up underwear, you know, off the bathroom floor for the hundredth time. Yes. <laughs> You're my doppelganger. Yeah. I've said this exact but I'm like, same But I'm too. not going to ride him about no, that no. because that's who he is. And I knew what I was getting into. He didn't hide it. He yeah. didn't act like he was the super tidy, you know, yeah. 
organized person. Yeah. There was no bait and switch. There was no fooling. Yeah. 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 I had the same conversation with myself. I had to say to myself, yeah. eyes wide open. Yeah. And you can't, you can't ask him to change. No. That's not fair. It ain't going to happen anyway. Uh, no. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's not fair. What you're doing is yeah. you're saying, I only love this part. Exactly. And unless you change this part, yeah. I'm not loving the whole thing. You got to, warts and all. Exactly. You got to be in for warts and all. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I think that being able to see someone, and it applies not just to comics. You'd be able, uh, I think you know. that's good relationship advice. Yes. You know? Yeah. Your it, plumber husband may also leave his underwear on the floor. Right. Which you knew when you got right. in there. So what are you going to do? Do. Yeah. And really, like, don't sweat the small stuff. You know For what I sure. mean? Really in the big scheme of things, is that what's important? Yeah. No. What's important is that, you know, you have the same goals in life mm-hmm. and, and the same uh, values and that you're kind to each other and yeah. that you like each other yeah. and that you have each other's back. That's yes. what's important. That's absolutely right. You know, super simple, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. People team. forget and they get caught up in all that crazy stuff, you know, that doesn't that's matter. really not important in the big picture. Right. Yeah. And that you didn't put your dish in the dishwasher exactly. again. Yeah. And he will do anything. I, I ask him to do. I yeah. just have to ask him to yeah. do it. <laughs> I don't really have that. Yeah. I have I mean, it like, a little bit. I mean, every time. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'd yeah. have to be like, would you please pick up your underwear on, on yeah. the floor? Yeah. He'll do it, but they'll be there again tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same. <laughs> that's the same. Same, same, same. Yeah. And sometimes he'll go, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just yeah. going to do this one thing first. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Then, yeah. I get that too. Like happens. the trash. I know. Right? You're like, <laughs> but I also try not to do that too much either. Just because I don't want to be that. I don't want to bitch it. Be a bitching about something all the time. Me neither. You know, you know what my perspective <laughs> was when we were first married is why would I ask him to do something that he's not here to do on the regular? Yeah. Like I take out the trash yep. because I take out the trash when he's not here. Yeah. So yes, it's nice when he takes out the trash and when I ask him and he does right. it, awesome. But am I going to get my panties in the wad for the two days he's home because I asked him to take out the trash or am I just going to keep taking out yeah, the no. damn trash? Right. It's not that. It takes five seconds. And I do right. it anyway. Yeah. I'm yeah. already doing it. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like, my load lightens that much right. when he comes. So just right. keep doing the shit you're always right. doing. And then and then the system can keep, keep running. Keep running. You know? Yeah. That's, that's really I've, good. I've always yeah. thought of it like that. That way I'm not resentful, angry, totally. blaming him. Exactly. I feel unseen. Right. Taking care of yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When that's not his wheelhouse. No. And that's not how this life we have together is Exactly. Yeah. We're not set up for that. No. So. Yeah. I get lots from him. Yeah. It's just not the garbage. Yeah. Me it, too. It's Same. Not that. Yeah. Well, Same. I'm so glad that you came so today. To hang out. Please. <laughs> I would love it. I know we're both super busy, but. <laughs> yes, I would love it. I would love to hang out. I was like, I could, to- we're totally could be friends for we, sure. 100%. Yeah. We are very similar. Yeah. Like my friend Sandy with the, with yeah. the artistic outside the box. Yeah. Sometimes crazy. Oh, there is one thing I wanted to ask you about. I completely forgot. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. We'll wrap it up. We have something in our house called re-entry. Okay. It is when Bert comes home, Mm -hmm. when he's been gone for a long time. Like sometimes he has to do two weeks back to back. Yep. We have a a period of adjustment Mm -hmm. where everybody kind of is a little off kilter. Yep. And then we settle in. Yep. Do you have that? Um, I feel like we had that a lot when my son was younger Uh because I was like, well, this is how we do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you're coming in and 
screwing this up. Yep. I feel like now that he's older, it's a little bit better. Uh-huh. Um, but there's definitely a little bit of that. And, you know, my girlfriends that I was talking about whose husbands are in bands, they definitely have it. Yeah. 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 Big time. Yeah. Yeah. My friend and I, mm-hmm. our households have it. Yeah. And it is... Um, I think to me, that might be the hardest part of being married yeah. to Bert it mm-hmm. is the reentry minute, minute. Yep. because when he's reentering, the things he's reacting to are completely not completely. They are mostly um, he's reacting at 11 for something that's a four. Right. And it's because he's not used to being in right. like in regular it. life. Yep. And then it takes him a couple. It takes him about 36 hours to regulate late mm-hmm. and uh her husband is the same mm-hmm. when that 36 hours are not fun mm-hmm. they're like i could go achoo and he'd go what is that supposed to mean and you're like <laughs> I, 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 I had something in my nose uh-huh. what do you mean oh yeah. that's what you're, how are you going to talk to me and i'm yeah. like okay we're having re-entry yeah we're just gonna like i'm just gonna not take anything personally i'm just gonna let him unravel yeah and then we'll be good yeah and that happens do you have exiting issue does he get my husband will get anxiety before he's got to go yes yeah and that's a bit of an adjustment too it is the first the the you know couple three days before he's got to go so should we call that launch yes launch. we have launch problems launching (laughs) and we have re-entry yeah because yes he is a wreck especially if he's been home for a minute yep he's been home for like a week yep and he's got to get yep mine too Yes. Yeah. Definitely have that launch mm-hmm. problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't remember ever talking to her, my friend, about launching. I'll mm-hmm. have to ask her when yeah. we're going to work out tomorrow. Yeah. If she has ask problems her. with launch. I will because I'd be I interested. I bet you she that, does. Because reentry, our two people, mm-hmm. my bird and her husband, you can almost Near. like, I can almost like write out what's going to happen, happen before he gets home. Mm-hmm. Almost every time. Interesting. And she's the same. She's like, here's what's going to happen. Uh-huh. He's going to do this. He's going to have a problem with this. He's going to get mad because I went to Trader Joe's instead of Ralph's. Uh-huh. And I, I have to explain to him I went to Ralph's because Trader Joe's was out of the way and it'll still be a problem. Right. And we both know who gives a fuck where the groceries right. go. <laughs> Let's come on, you know? Right. That's, That's what we're going to be really dealing with. That's not really what it's about. It's yeah. not. It's about you being uncomfortable with how things are yeah. in this moment and shifting from being the boss yeah. to not being the boss yep. entirely, from being a boss to a partner yep. and having to communicate yep. instead of bossing people. Yeah. And I don't just show up with Starbucks in the morning. Have you ever... I, I wouldn't say this necessarily about my husband, but I've known other comedians that when they, because they're so used to going, 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 and then when they're not, it's not good. Like they freak out. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they don't know what to do with themselves. Yeah. Because they're so used to this, you know. Pace. Pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's starting to happen with Bert. Bert, yeah. Yeah, he's been going so much for so long now, for the yeah. past year maybe. He's been really, really, not really having days off, mm-hmm. not much, that it takes him, the re-entry is different, mm-hmm. but he never, not never, but it's harder for him to get just regular. Right. Like regulated. Yeah. Uh, but he's also not home enough. For that to happen. For that to happen. Right. So he was off in the summer for six weeks mm-hmm. and it was tough for more than 36 hours, mm-hmm. but probably only like three or four days mm-hmm. for him to start unwinding. Mm-hmm. And then he was good. He was okay. Yeah. He can get back into that pace right. of like, what's for dinner? Right. You know, but yeah, I think it is. 
I would imagine it would be very hard oh, to go from a world 100%. where everything is what you want. Yep. You walk on stage and yep. thousands of people erupt in explosions. Yep. You're the funniest guy in the room. And, you know, your assistant shows up with Starbucks Everybody's before you're awake. You. Yeah. And your wife is like, can yeah. you roll over? You're snoring. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you you could probably use a shower. I yeah. mean, yeah, come on. Can you pick Isla up at four? Because I'm getting my nails yeah, done. And he's like, what? what? <laughs> I would imagine that would be very hard. It would. Absolutely, it would. Really hard. Yeah. Because it's a whole other world, you know? Whole other world. Yeah. That's not reality. Yeah. But it is his reality. reality. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. It's hard to remember that. Yeah. For me, it's yeah. hard to remember that. But I think also that's part of what um, is important for Bert. Yeah. He comes home not to some doty wife who's, you know, right. um, you know, just all about his. Right. Every whim. Yeah. That <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. I've been working as hard as you are. I'm just yeah. not on the road. Yeah. And I'm working for you. Yeah. So yeah. get your own Starbucks. Yeah. You know, exactly. And he does. Yeah. And I think that's part of what keeps him. Oh, I would think so, too. Yeah. yeah. So, they need that. Everybody does. Everybody. Does. You know, you don't want a world. I mean, I've seen that happen, too. Yeah. Where everybody kisses your ass. Yeah. You know, it's not good. You need no. at least one person in your life that's not going to do that. And it's going to be real with you. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I do. I wish there were more people in the world of business that were willing to. Do I that. try to be that way with my clients. Uh, that is a gift. Because I think it's really important. It's really important. You know? I, I've just had, I just said to big team not long ago. Yeah. I'm the only one willing to be the asshole. Yeah. And I can't be the only one willing to be the asshole. Yeah. Somebody else needs to be the asshole sometimes because guess what? I'm married to the guy. Yeah. So could you be the asshole Please. for once and say, yeah. no, yeah. we can't do, do that. that. Yeah. No, because everyone will just do what he says. says. And then I'm yeah. the one going, excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. And then yeah. I need someone else to be the asshole to back sometimes. You up. Yeah. No, yeah. That makes that it's totally understandable. But I'm also, I mean, he's probably really grateful to have that. In you, you know what I mean? He is. He doesn't always yeah. listen to me, which is a problem. Yeah, whatever, but, you know, but still, at least you're, it's in there. It is. It's you know? out, it's out there. Yeah. I don't keep it in there. Yeah. <laughs> I meant for him. I meant for him. Oh, for him. Yeah. Yes. No, unfortunately <laughs> for me, I get my ass in trouble constantly by going, no one returned my email. Yeah. How am I supposed to answer this question without an email? What yeah. are you doing? And then, you know. Yeah. Why would you talk like that? Because no one returned my fucking email. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's not brain surgery. It's, it's not. simple math. It is. I ask, you answer. Yeah. Even if the answer and is, like, I don't common know. courtesy. Come on. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I could talk to you all day. I know. Because I know you're busy and so am I. Uh, so we should wrap it up. It's so yeah. nice to meet That's you. It's so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for having Thank me. Thank you for coming. Halston's been, how long, Halston, have you been saying I should have you as a guest? <laughs> a long time. Aww, and I keep so going, sweet. let's do it. And that's then so ever, it just things kept coming in front of it. Oh. So we made it happen. I'm, I'm so, so glad. glad. Me it's too. It's really a pleasure to meet you. It was. And thank you for making me feel so comfortable. Ah. Really appreciate it. Well, it's yeah. easy to talk to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I had I no think, idea. <laughs> I, I think we are actually the same cloth. <laughs> for cut sure. Cut from the same cloth. For sure. Um, for sure. And it's uh, so nice to meet someone else who is cut yeah. from the same cloth. It is. It's lovely. It is. So thank you so much. Thank you too. Yeah, I'll see you again soon. Okay. Yes. Sounds good. I think that we should get together and try.